When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Rana. How are you, dear? What is happening? What are the haps? I don't know. I feel like spring has sprung a little bit. I got a little pep in my step. The crocuses are starting to poke out from under the uh, under the earth a little bit. That's they always are. the first sign of spring. Yeah, is that true? Because this is my first New England spring. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, and mostly well, it is. I suppose you were here back and you. You were yeah, here but that last was back spring, in the time. But, but that was the time when we like no one was leaving the house. We were so scared. Yeah, and you and weren't now I get also to experience it. Yeah, though now I'm worried. Now that you've got the Sputnik, I'm worried you're going to start flying back and forth to Los Angeles again because you'll still have to come to Marblehead to do the podcast. Well, this I'll promise you, Ron. It's well, in your a lot of people are doing like. I know a lot of people are doing though, like um, you know, remote and stuff to where they could do it from. Another well, we're on or... Zoom together, of course, because we're not yeah. in the same room. But I just for me, I feel yeah. better knowing you are there. Right. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, um, yeah. I'll I understand do... you might want to go check your mail and check on your well, house Cynthia and all of that. Well, checking but... my mail, but yeah. Oh, right. Of course. But now that she's on her press tour for, for good company, I don't know if she's still doing that. Oh, fact, good luck getting her to do anything. That's what I mean. And so now who's getting yeah. my mail? It's okay. She'll. I'll. I'll work out an arrangement with her somehow. But yeah. uh, okay. I'll. She has you. a husband. He could maybe do it. Yeah. What's he doing all day? Yeah. Big deal. He works for Conan O'Brien. Who cares? Big deal. Yeah. I need my. I need my circulars. Mm-hmm. Rana, I just feel like a little bit optimistic. I guess, even though it's oh. a terrible time as always, but I'm feeling a little bit optimistic. Um, I've got sort of. Listen, spring is um, moss season. Okay. No, what is the what do the antlers have on them? Oh, uh, why can't I think? You of know that? what I mean. Hold now. on. Yes, when they rut against the trees, rut. rutting. Yes, rutting season. But what is it. the but what is the velvet called on their on their um, antlers? Dante, is there any way that you could find Rana? Don't start with me, Dante. Well, is there what are you going to drag? No, he'll tell no. us. Sure, he'll look it up. He'll tell us at the very end. That's true, Dante. You jump in whenever you want. You have my permission today. Until you have to jump. It says out. it's just velvet. Well, I guess oh. I was right again. So is that where the velvet comes from? Our clothes? No, dear, it isn't. Well, <laughs> well, it's rutting season. Fine, it's rutting season. And, um, I got, I think I'm gonna, I have to say something to you. Oh boy. I think I'm going to do a promise ring with the lobsterman. Really? Yeah. I might like a pre, 
you know, like a pre-proposal. What what is the promise that you're making with a promise ring, may I ask? Yeah, just sort of like, I promise that we will have a prenup if we ever get married. And I promise that there is no one else right now. And I promise that as long as I'm in Boston, I'm with you. And I promise that if I ever find out that you're with one of those squirmy kids when you've had a date, you're supposed to have a date with me, it's over. But it's really a commitment. It's a pre-commitment. Yeah. And is that commitment related to... Where do the Bushes and Lynn figure into this commitment? Well, Ron, I have to tell you, it's what ultimately pushed me over the edge because I thought, listen, if he's getting pummeled by an 87-year-old to where his stomach doesn't feel right for about a week after, I can either walk or I can nail it down. Not the way the 87-year-old did. Hmm. Right. You didn't see that as an infidelity. You saw it as a threat. A threat. Yeah. I thought to myself to the to the fidelity of the relationship. Yeah. I thought to myself, that you know he what? was saying to you, do something, yeah, you know, make a move here, or I'm gonna continue to make moves. So I've been following the 87-year-old a little bit, just not light stalking to see like what he's got that I don't have. And I have to be honest. Uh, is with he people, on Instagram? No, he is absolutely he barely leaves his house. What does he have that you don't have a boat? He does have a boat. He does yeah. have a boat. And so he's, I guess he's got a little bit of money. Um, but yeah. other than that, Ron, I mean, he can barely walk. He, I, I mean, I don't really see it. Um, but, but anyway. He can barely walk, but it sounds like he can still move his hips. If he I'm t- I am telling you, he thought he had absolute heartburn for about two weeks. Ugh. And it just turned out that that guy really made a literal impression. Oh, God. It's true, this Ron. Is, you know, we, this is what happens. You go and you do a local commercial. You're doing to me what the lobsterman did to you. What's that, Rana? These are your subtle threats. You go do a local commercial and then you come back and you say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn her around and fill the episode with smut. That's not, Rana, I started this episode by- Get a rise out of her. I started this episode by talking about how I am overwhelmed with- near love of somebody and how I want to make a commitment so that he doesn't do that again. And then it turned into a filthy conversation about the sexual habits of an 87-year-old. A a geriatric character. You know what, Rana? Excuse me. Yeah, that's ageist. First of all, don't knock it until you try it. Second of all, Rana, (laughs) you're the one who brought up the 87-year-old, by the way. You're well, the one who brought I up Lynn. That's one demerit for me, I suppose. I suppose that's one demerit for me. We're going to go uh, on a picnic in Lynn. Um, if you want to come, it'll be distance. Oh, that sounds like something I would never do. But well, I pre- appreciate the offer. I promise there'll be uh, no. You know, on the bandstand? Will it be on the bandstand? Yeah. Think yeah, yeah. Neither We're gazebo. Do you think you'll do it somewhere else? Yeah. And his mom's going to be there, too. She can bring a tambour- tambourine. Oh. Tell her to put a teeth in for that day. She said she would. Yeah. Yeah. She I does. She, she goes be... out, she puts her teeth in and she, you know, does a little thing with her. Oh, she I does. Mean, her, she gets a hair set. Her hair is so fried as it is, Rana, but I guess to her, yeah. she feels prettier. She does like a VO5 yeah. kind of thing. And Oh, um, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, hot oil treatment. Exactly. But it just frankly yeah. looks wet. But yeah. <laughs> she looks, you know, she does her best, Rana. She does her best. Well, I'll see if I can make it. I'll see if you'll, you'll let me know with an advance, enough advance notice so I can let you know if I have something else I'm doing on that day. No, but I already told them that you were going to get the shoebies. 
Oh, sure. You want me to order the sandwiches? That's fine. Yeah, I'll get. Okay. The, I'll order the sandwiches. That's Thanks, no problem. Ron. Yeah. How's your Shubis spring going so far, Ronna? Are you feeling? I I have to say, I do think people are really focusing. I think spring often gets forgotten. Because it's I'm a little muddy and that, but people are very interested in spring springing uh, yes. this year. Yeah, they're really they're really uh, you know enjoying luxuriating fancy. in that. It's enough already. It does feel I know, but now Europe's on lockdown Isn't again. That awful, and so, they're getting a third wave. Yeah. I know, and all those Parisians got on that train together again. Which train? The train out of town, whichever train was going out of town that, you know, there's oh, a million people. Uh, yeah. But that's going to cause again, problems in the countryside. This of, is what happens every time. Yeah. Yes, of course. There's no one who can complain like the French. You know what? Some of the greatest complainers in the world. Well, I got to say this. You, you, you live a summer in Paris and you've got a lot yeah. to complain about. Hot, 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 and, hot. And barely any air conditioning. It seems like. Yeah. I know for some reason for hundreds of or at least a hundred years, the idea has been, ah, how long is summer that we really need air conditioning? Long enough, it turns out. Yeah. Well, we happen to have it in a lot of other cities, but they, it's one of those things they refuse to pay for. They Why think, is eh, that? Just a mentality. They're not into it. Say? Like, I yeah, agree that we to... go on overkill hill here with like, you'll well, have your AC when... on and then your heated seats on at the same, you know what I mean? We're, 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 we're so overwhelmed with how to comfort ourselves in those situations. Okay, but, but winter's only a few months. Why don't they just not get heat? Exactly. See, it's the, it's the absolute Rana. It's Thomas Edison or whatever, who did the balls flying through the air. Excuse you know, me. The, the thing where the ball goes this way and then it hits three balls, but the balls don't move except the last ball. Oh yes. What that. is the, is that? What is Quantum that Quantum of Solace or something. I don't remember what it's called. Um, That's not the Doppler effect. The Doppler no, effect is sound. Newton. So Newton. what is the... Oh, yeah. Isaac Newton. Sir maybe. Isaac Newton. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was Sir Isaac Newton with the balls. Maybe. I'm going to yeah. look up theory We of better balls. look that up. And, and <laughs> we better look up the theory of balls because Newton, that's not Newton. We, Newton's we cradle. Oh, really? Yeah, Newton's cradle. And you're watching someone do it on YouTube? Uh, yeah. This little girl. Yeah, she showed her brother. All right, well, there you go. Newton's cradle. Yeah. I don't know if they we'll learned the real lesson of it or if they just thought it was fun, but anyway. It's sort of fun to watch. It's hypnotizing. They used Relaxing. to have them in sharper image. Of course. Oh. I know. Were those Do the days I miss or what? the sharper image? And also when you could stick your face against the, uh, <gasps> you're really supposed to put your hand, but you stick your whole face against the thing with the, and those they were needles. always cold. Those needles were always cold. It felt Always great. cold. Oh, it felt so yeah. good. And by the way, I still <laughs> occasionally get a sharper image catalog. It is garbage. There's nothing good in there anymore. A lot of, a lot of massage chairs. It's a lot of, a lot of massage chairs that are like down market too, that are not like yeah. the, the latest not, of technology. It's not what it was. It's not it what it was. Well, Brookstone came in. They came in hot. Yeah. And I don't even know if they're still around. Are they, Brookstone? I don't know. I would never know the answer to something like that. You're right. (laughs) And I haven't been in an airport in a while, so that's that's the reason to have a Brookstone. You bet. Now, we have a couple of exciting things to share with people. We have announced and the tickets are out. Hot, hot, hot. For uh, our... our big Oscar special. Uh, our preview Oscar party. Evening. That's right. Get That's out your right. best dress or your best pants or, you know, this, your best, have your speeches at the ready. 
Yeah, your best boxer shorts, whatever it is. I mean, Though, let's did be you know that they banned they banned hoodies from the Oscars? They didn't want to have what happened at the Golden Globes. Oh, with Jason uh, Sudeikis. Sudeikis, well, yeah, yeah. I saw that letter that went around. And Joaquin was like, Phoenix one wore one too, but he wore it sort of over a tux. But yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is like, yeah. The thing is, is it just is such an attention grabber of like, look how much I don't care. I don't care so much that I cared about how I didn't care. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Could I it has put the on a suit? Effect. Just put on a suit jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Because now we see that you don't care about award show shit. Somehow you managed to make it. But no one ever looked like he was getting divorced more than Jason Sudeikis did on that. Olivia Wilde won that round, even though he took home the trophy. Yeah. That's true. Yes, that was correct. But so they've they've banned hoodies. So I don't know if we're banning hoodies from our uh, Oscar party or not. But okay. it's going to be April the 18th, pre-Oscar, uh, our Oscar preview special where we do we do our picks, who should, should win, who's going to win. We, we do, do our we're songs. We're going to do our songs, of course. Games trivia, that are interactive. Prizes. Trivia. You name Experts. it. Experts. We'll have professional critics, top of the line critics. Correct. And people can go now to the link in the link tree or to askronalive.com and buy the tickets. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, they can either buy the ticket to the show or they can do those, excuse me, the meet and greet with you or I, which that's right. uh, You or me, excuse me, say what I do. I don't know, Ronna. Uh, And we, which we loved the last time. It was so much fun. I had panic in my yeah. eyes. It was so much fun. But I got to say, is there a movie you're... Can you give a preview to the preview? Has there been a movie you've really loved or you don't want to go there? No, I'm really behind on my movie viewing okay, right enough. now. I've seen a few of them, but I'm going to yeah. binge them all starting now. And Sounds people good. should start doing that. Of course, we want them to be informed. We like an informed viewer. Yes. go. The uh, nominees are out, so go look and binge. And then the other thing is we're excited to say that we're participating in uh, Stitcher Comedy Week this week. Our um, show is participating. That is exactly right, Rana. Ask Rana's part of Stitcher Comedy Week. So you can listen through, if you're already listening, you can hang up and go listen through them on yep. the Stitcher app, mm-hmm. uh, which is, and if you don't have it, it's stitcherapp.com slash comedy. That's where they get it. Yep. Uh, and there's all kinds of fabulous shows that are participating for this week. So we're Definitely. delighted to be in their company. We're in really me. good company. Absolutely. Now you can we, also, we had, yeah. oh, sorry, dear, go on. Did you already say you could download the app and stitcherapp.com slash comedy? Did you already said all that? I didn't really say it correctly. So it was a good thing you said it instead. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. We're, we're with the creme de la creme over there. So go check it out. Brian. Rana, dear. Can I just say, uh-huh. I, and I will say this honestly, I have been noticing that you've been taking gorgeous care of yourself during the pandemic. And part of that includes, and actually we talked about this on the show before, before these people were sponsors, you are thicker, fuller, healthier, more gorgeous head of hair that I've noticed. Thank you, Rana. I appreciate you noticing. I have been trying to take good care of myself in quarantine and in lockdown, the face is inspired by you, but the hair I'm doing through Nutrafol, because guess what? I wanted something that would just put some more pep in my hair that would make it thicker, fuller, healthier, and something that was also like natural. I didn't want to go the route of the prescription stuff or any of that. 
And now, uh, and what I love about that is that you were already using this product before they approached you. I have so. been using it for a few months now, and I love yeah. it. It's a completely 100% drug free, so it's all natural. It's botanicals that they use for better hair growth through whole body health. So there's Fabulous. way less chemicals. There's no or no chemicals. There's no, no ingredient in this that is weird. It it all just helps you get a handle on your skin, your nails, everything. So um, you can also go to Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations. It totally does work. You do yeah, see thicker, stronger hair growth. Which is very smart to do yes. because I've used it in the past, actually. And oh, it, yeah? is, it, it makes a big difference. And I think a hair, skin, and nails vitamin, the right one, can really uh, make a big difference in a person's life. I will say it, that. Yeah. Totally. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code BRIAN. It's Brian with the Y. Excuse me. Yeah. To save 20% off your first month's subscription. That's their best offer available anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Like our coffee. Fabulous. Get 20% off at Nutrafol.com, and that's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Brian, for hair as strong as you are. And I got to say, Rana, it comes in like glass bottles, so it actually looks great on your countertop, and actually the the little label looks good, too. Oh, they've got a great looking logo. They, they do. do. It's a cute uh, yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah, they do. All right. Fantastic. Well, Ron, I think you're Nutra full of it. Didn't really work. Oy. Yeah. Brian. Rana. Do you know what this week is? This week is the week that's even better than Shock Week. It's Comedy it- Week on Stitcher, Rana. <laughs> It's so true, though I do love Shock Week. Oh, it is Comedy do. Week on Stitcher, where they are celebrating our show, excuse me. Ask Rana with Ron and Brian. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, plus some other hilarious podcasts for April Fool's. They have so many great shows signed up for Comedy Week. Cream of the crop. It's no, no tricks, tricks. None. Nope. Just the treat of listening to Ask Rana with Ron and Brian, permanent co-host. And many more, mm. all for free on Stitcher. And you can check out their curated homepage to find your next Comedy Pod obsession. Fabulous. If you're on your phone, you can download the Stitcher app, of course, in the App Store. Or you can go to stitcherapp.com slash comedy to learn more. Yeah. I can't wait. My week is full of fabulous podcasts. And I'm going to download them all. And I'm going to listen too. through the Stitcher app. Terrific. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create a podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Now, can you read this follow-up that we had after the Margaret? Now, somebody wrote to us on the Margaret Show episode. Yeah, about the scent. It was was a bit of a risque question. They said they loved the smell of the coworker and they wished their wife smelled like their coworker. Correct. 
forgot. Moving past how odd that was, we did yes. give some terrific advice. And then we had a follow-up here from someone, which was, I thought, pretty helpful. Dear Ron and Brian, hello. I adored your last episode with Margaret and wanted to share a few more ideas for finding one signature scent during these couch-bound COVID times. One idea is to try a perfume subscription service like Scentbox or Scentbird, which for around 15 bucks a month will allow you to pick a month's supply from hundreds of name brand options. Another idea is to check out a decant site. They appear to be legal where companies sell smaller portions of perfumes they decant from the original bottles. They often oh. offer I've never heard of this. They often offer 1 milliliter sample sizes for 3 to 10 dollars and sell many name brand scents including Lalabo, Giaic, Giaic, I don't remember, G I A I C Margaret scent. 10 if Margaret needs to re up. Hope this helps, and thanks so much for all that you do. Your delightful humor and thoughtful advice have helped so many of us get through these trying times. Much love, Jules from Brooklyn. That's a great piece of advice. No kidding. I've yeah, never heard of a decant it, site. No, and also Scentbox and Scentbird, but the decant site sounds fabulous because there's a lot of name brand perfumes. You don't want to just buy a whole bottle of it. So true, you true. can give that a whirl. I love that. And I meant to say, someone else wrote in, this was, now, this was the kind of question that drives me crazy, but also gives uh -oh. me the opportunity to uh, to correct a little misinformation. Watch out, Ronna and Brian, first off, love you both so much. My boyfriend introduced me to your podcast this past summer, and I've been a fan ever since. I don't know if this has been asked before. It has. But is there a chance that your coffees will ever be sold in K-cup style? I'm the only coffee drinker in the house, so I only have a single coffee maker. Anyway, much love to you both. Excuse me, Ollie. Now, it's been oh, a boy. while because we addressed this when the coffee first came out. You know, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary of the coffee, which is really? so exciting. That which is, is very why exciting. I'm, which is why I'm back in the lab, of course, coming up with some new things. Coming Rana up is, on our one year. It never ends. It never ends. Rana, but, I just, can I say something to Ollie really fast? Please. I feel so sorry for what's about to happen to you. But go ahead, Rana. Oh, oh no. I, I'm going to take it easy on Ollie because he's interested in buying the coffee. That's true. But what I don't appreciate is that he could have done <laughs> a very light Google to answer this question. That's right. Which is, there is something I believe called recaps, uh, which they sell on Amazon. There's a couple of versions of this. There are plastic ones that you can buy. All you do is go on Amazon you, or literally Google single serving K-Cup. Yeah. And they have these reusable K-Cups that you can buy. There's these purple ones, which I think are called personal pods, maybe. And then there's recaps, which are made of stainless steel and come with almost like a little barista kit. So you tamp the... Uh, you it's tamp the, the coffee, the coffee into it, and you do your single serving that way. And people that are on K cups or people that are on Nespresso can do can use our coffee in their machines, and also can feel good about cutting down on waste. Excuse me. Just Great saying. idea. the The world Ask is yours for the taking. That's exactly right. Ask right. And I think they're pretty inexpensive, especially when you amortize it over how often you're going to use these things. Oh, for sure. I'm uh, sure that's true. Even Shira Weiss was able to figure this out, who, of course, when the coffee came out, me, 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 I have a cake cup, me, me, me. Right. Uh, well, Shira, yeah. listen, Shira is in our whack pack, Ron. No so, question. So she might listen, be the wackiest of the pack. There's maybe. No 
but yeah, she's she's got her, her fingers on the pulse of all things. Eliza. Yeah, and her Eliza. angel sister Eliza, of course, Eliza, Eliza Shane. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, there is a solution, dear. And then go to askgroundacoffee.com. You can order your coffee ground because I'm guessing you don't have a grinder based True. on this letter. And, you know, you can either, if you love it, you can subscribe. $3 off every bag for always free shipping on domestic coffee orders. Can I ask but you something, start, wrong? Start with a duo so you can try both and then see how you feel. Yes, dear. Would you rather be looking at it or looking for it? I'd rather be looking at it. Exactly. I hate wasting time looking for it. Exactly, Rana. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a couple of reviews here, pardon me. Did you foresee the grifters, Rana? Thank, of course, with Sorry. Angelica Houston. Yes, and there's that scene where Annette Benning goes to the <laughs> pawn shop, and he goes, sorry, this is not real Uh this isn't a diamond. This is just glass. And and she's like, oh, I thought it was real. And, you know, she's kind of like a bimbo in that or pretends mm-hmm. to be one to get what she wants. And he's yeah. like, no, it's not. And she goes, and he goes, do you have anything else? She goes, well, I have one other thing. And he goes, what's that? And she goes, you're looking right at it. Meaning her body. Yeah. Anyway. And then she married, and then she married Warren Beatty. Yep. No one ever That's heard true. from her again. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> That's not true. That's no, not she true made the all. movie that changed Obama's mind, allegedly, on gay marriage. Yes, I'm sure that's how that happened. Yeah, yeah on, that's what he says, yeah. but who knows? Her and Julianne Moore, of course. Dope Nish. Don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. Wrote, thank Naomi. I tuned into Ask Rana one day because the fabulous Naomi and <sighs> Paragon was the guest, and <clears> I stan all things Naomi. Mm-hmm. To my delight, I found Rana and her show to be everything I needed during this pandemic. You listened to the Humor, wrong week. Empathy, great advice, generous gifts, and a new coffee to try. Mm-hmm. You know, Naomi's got a new show. Yeah, Rana, she's I doing, know on Lifetime. She's doing a Lifetime watching podcast with Megan Gailey, who's hysterical. And people need to be tuning into that, I just want to say. I mean, all things Naomi. We have. To you know what, though, Rana, I have to tell you. I yeah. I really I think I really think Naomi Naomi is I think I think I'm gonna be honest here. I think she's a part of QAnon. I just have heard a rumor. Really? Yeah. So right? I don't know how you know what I mean? Like I would tread lightly with Naomi. Well, I wouldn't be shocked because Andy has a lot of crazy ideas. He and does. it might have rubbed off on her during the pandemic. And sure. Andy really, you know, he says he's a philosopher. He was a philosophy major, et cetera, et cetera. But philosophy can sometimes be a word for for leeway in uh, sure. new ideas, et cetera. Exactly. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet, but I want to – are you going to watch the QAnon documentary? Oh, I didn't even know there was one. HBO Max has a QAnon documentary. And surprise, surprise, they're saying Q is the founder of 8chan Sun. You know what 8chan is? Yes. Gross. 4chan, 8chan. These yeah. disgusting boards. Where, Did you, you know, ever end up you seeing buy the Lady a, in the Dale? You a pangolin or something. Did you ever end up finishing I have, Lady I in the Dale? I have to watch. I didn't finish it yet. I'm there going to. There is such that. a twist at the end that is so satisfying. I'll tell you it if you want, but if not, watch it. it there's a twist at the end that is so unbelievably shocking and satisfying. So maybe I should wait because I am going to finish it. 
Yeah, just there's a, it's in the last episode and and it's okay. worth the watching the other. There's only four episodes. It's worth watching the other ones yeah, because I think you I've want seen two, so I'll watch the other two. Yeah, yeah, it's great though. The ending is great. I've been watching Better Call Saul. Did you watch that show? Really? That's so interesting. Are you were you into it before you just started getting into no, it? No, I'm not interested in any of it. But Mr. Cleveland's interested. So really? we do well, a watch party to get, well, what's going to, of course they do, which only infuriates me further. But I have to say, even though I hate everything on the show, okay. it's a good show. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's a good I've never, show. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I've never seen it, but I think Bob Odenkirk is such a talented actor. Along I'm with not being interested a comedian, in but- him. <laughs> I'm not interested in the fact that it takes place in about 2001 which is just from a design perspective, horrible. Right. Yeah. I got to say the early odds. I I, I mean, horrible, but I have to say the production design is unbelievable. They've got terrific actors on this show. The writing is great. Is that also in New Mexico, that show? Correct. Albuquerque. It is in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Yeah. And, and I just finished season four. No, season three. And it had an incredible finale, I have to say. Wow. I've and never so seen it, and I never saw I the other one. Even though I hate everything about the show and everyone on it, <laughs> still watching it. And it's a great don't, show. I got to say, Rana, I don't feel like you've explained yourself well, though. I don't know what that means, that you hate everything about the show but love the show. I'm offended by the sensibility. I'm offended by, you know, it's not So what me. do you like, the storytelling? It's a good show. I mean, they're right. doing a great job. So what can okay. I say? I have to give well, credit with credit. You're not saying too. whatever we... Okay, yeah, great. <laughs> I'm thrilled to hear it, Lana. Okay. What about Allie Hobb? You want to read this? You want to read Allie this Hobb is hooked, Rana. She yeah. left a comment on Apple Podcasts, five stars. I have to say I'm literally obsessed and have been binging all episodes. Just became a chip as well. And can't wait to dive into all the juicy conversations that go on behind the paywall. Thanks. And by the way, you're going to get, oh no, you had early access to sales for the uh, Oscar preview party. Thanks for all you do. I really need to try the coffee now. That's the next step. That's it. This is a multi-level marketing system and the coffee is the next step. Rana, we've got one more. Would you like to read it or would you like me to? I I prefer when you read it. I just read one to mix it up, but I don't really like reading them. I like listening to them. This is from Shanna Darby, and the headline is, He Threw Up on Your Dick? We have a fan named Shanna Darby. Shanna Darby. Yeah. I don't know how I I wonder what she did March 17th. I I don't know how I feel about having a fan named Shanna Darby. What do you mean by that? It sounds very Irish. I don't know, though. Am I wrong? Shanna Darby's a character from Better Call Saul. Let's put it that way. Shanna Darby is a great alias. Yeah, Shanna Darby. Bring Shanna Darby in for the to the witness stand. Absolutely, Exa- yeah. exactly. Shanna yeah. Darby's not who you think she is. Oh, definitely not. Did you see that date uh, dateline about Shanna Darby? Shanna Darby. I was fully on board with her at the beginning and thought there's no way Shanna Darby did it, but little did we know. Yeah, we want Jordan once had a babysitter named Shanna Darby. Yep, exactly. <laughs> She only lasted Sh- one afternoon. Shanna, Shanna Darby was top brass at, um, whatchamacallit? Oh, boy. Oh, shit. I can't think. What? I can't think. Shanna Darby was top <laughs> brass. Well, I know at- she's the regional manager of a Popeye's Chicken, Shanna Darby. She is, but that's sort yeah. of a front 
for her. She actually run those decant services. Uh, so they are ah, the perfume shows. service. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. Shanna Dabby sells uh, designer and pasta perfume. She does. And the character yeah. in Michael Clayton that Tilda Swinton plays is based on Shanna Darby. Oh, that's, I love that film. I have to tell you. I love you just her. Just recently rewatch film. it. No, but she I just, is. she's so unbelievably, she's such a disaster in that movie. She is uh, incredible and she is chilling and she, that movie is terrific and he's terrific. And also, Dennis O'Hare is terrific in that movie. Terrific. about two scenes. I love that movie. She is so chilling in it and so spineless and just like her sweating in the bathroom stalls and like she, that really was incredible. I was disappointed that Shanna Dobby was runner up for Miss USA though. I thought she was going to win, didn't you? Rana, but that Miss USA's term is not up. That's true. Shanna Darby still may have her moment. I don't know if she's going to leak pictures. <laughs> I don't know what she's going to do. Okay. Her headline is, he threw up on your dick. And then oh. it says. So, oh, they, a blast from the past. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for the free feed title, but the comedic chemistry of Ron and Brian leads to so many surprising declarations that make me literally <laughs> scream with laughter. Surpr- I love surprising declarations. That's so, it's such a great way to say it. My boyfriend, excuse me, has checked on my welfare multiple times while listening to the podcast. The ways directions have helped relieve so much anxiety for me when I have to hunt and gather during COVID-19. Five stars, always and forever. Oh, isn't that fabulous? Thanks, Shanna Darby. Do you think she knows Carmen Sandiego? Oh, I think they hate each other. Yeah, probably. I never took to Carmen Sandiego. You know... Or Waldo, for that matter. Oh, I did never. I always liked Carmen Sandiego. I'll be honest. I never liked Waldo. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. What about Dora the Explorer? Were you a fan of hers? Bronna, that's a different era. Yeah. I didn't grow up with Dora. Oh, do you too? You too young for Dora? Or are you too old for Dora? I'm way too young for for Dora, Rana. Come on. <laughs> it was barely coming out when that you was, were a baby. Yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was. I mean, uh, that was. Yeah. Well, that's Shanna Dabby for you, dear. Do you think she's a redhead? I think she is, and I think she's got that sort of like, um, you know, that sort of like, uh, Florence and the Machine kind of vibe oh, maybe. well when really? she's at her when she's at her property her hidden property in the moors but i think buttoned I up she's a villainous she looks like a red-headed villainous i was getting tanya roberts vibes from shanna Dobby. there is some tanya roberts vibes there yeah yeah little a little duplicitous <laughs> and a little a little sexy girl next door but redhead so you can't trust her correct shanna yeah. darby had such a good run in the 80s Oh, well, she was named at the wrong time. I'll say that. I agree. She, uh, Shanna Dobby would have been the queen of the 80s. There's no, uh, question no about doubt it. about Michael Caine would have married her instead of Shakira. No, <laughs> Shakira Kane. Was yeah. there ever a more gorgeous woman than Shakira Kane? Shakira Kane, I'm here to tell you. Uh, I, I Google search her maybe once or twice a year. <laughs> she I looks doubt great. It. She looks Unbelievable. amazing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Amazing. Uh, the other thing I'll say, though, as a possibility, is that if Shanna Dabby's Australian, then yeah. she's got nothing to worry about. That's true. She's got Dobby. the perfect name. Yeah, that's true. Shanna Dabby. Shanna Dabby. I can't. Are you, how do you feel about the Crocodile Hunters' children? Bindi. 
And then there's a boy. I don't know what his name is. I think they're so hot. I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> well, you know, they try to keep them in the news a little bit. And I just didn't know well, if you Bindi's were Well, Bindi's sort of them. carrying on her father's legacy, right? Is the son also? As is the son. Yeah. Okay. The son is, you know, holding this and, fa- you know, wrapping a snake around that. They seem really cheerful. I've always known that about them. Yes, they are. But their father was too, family. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Even when he got bobbed through the hat by a stingray. Oh, God. A fitting end, some would say. No, now, well, we yeah. have some outrageous questions today. I'm this just going to say that. my kind of show, Rana. This is, as I was saying before, this feels like you got into the question bag. Okay, like you're a little kitten cat. The mailbag comes. You crawled in there and you picked to the surface, had the questions come that you knew were going to shake my foundation a well, little Well, Rana, bit. I'm not going to be replaced. These Got are it? cage rat. These are cage ratless. Got it, Rana. I'm not going to be I, replaced. I don't you think anyone wants to see you replaced, dear. You're any the one who's- saint you want. You can bring in the brilliant and talented and hysterical Naomi Ek Paragon, who we both know is it's a terrible off, is person. Is an awful person. Yeah. <laughs> you can do all those tricks. You can do all those tricks, Rana. My name's on this fucking show too. Wow. I'm just wow. saying. I'm just, you know what? I wrote it down and said I was going to say that. And then I thought to myself, no, I'm not going to say it, but I said it. You know, for the person who has chosen to be absent the last couple of weeks, you Ronnie, really are giving, giving it back a little bit more than it, you're getting it. Excuse me. You and don't I'll think I gave this, them all- hmm. I don't think anybody wants to see you replaced. It's just that your Hollywood slash Boston career is taking off in a way that at some point we're not going to be able to control it. You know, I mean, you're, you're skyrocketing is the easiest way to say it. Well, I just want everyone to know when they, that, that this is, this is not, this, this isn't flying past my radar. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? In the meantime, I'm just trying to stay afloat. Yeah, but you're picking, you're picking co-hosts that are too good. What am I supposed to do? These are the people I know. I don't know. I have like a high school. Why don't you give me, why don't you give me an approved list? Okay. Okay, I will. Find out what your sister's schedule is on Wednesdays and Fridays. Sure. And whoever, and whoever else you want to add to that list. (laughs) Or Julianne Rancic. I can't (laughs) wait to talk to Brooke Burke. (laughs) Okay. I have so many questions for Brooke Burke. (laughs) I knew you would, Rana. All right, dear. I'm going right. to let you, you want to read the first question? I'm let I'd love you. to. Yeah. Dear Juana, Brian, and fantastic guest. Not applicable. And Not then applicable. she's cute. Whoever wrote this, they're cute. Wrote, that's you, blank. Sort of filling it in. Oh, Mad Libs. Sure. That's yes. you, Brooke Burke. Exactly, Brooke Burke. Yeah. <laughs> first, I'd like to say how much I love this show. So much so that when I picked up my car from the garage the other day, my oh. car's Bluetooth automatically started playing the episode where I left off. And the garage attendant heard all about cactus testicles and plant BDSM. He was in hysterics. But was I embarrassed? Hell no. We started chatting and I recommended the podcast to him and just saw him yesterday. And he informed me he loves the show too. Oh, he could be our next co-host. No kidding. That's fabulous. In any event, my question. 
My yeah. close girlfriend and I have found ourselves in a little pickle. We're both mm. bisexual women in our 30s. I'm happily married to my wonderful husband of eight years, and she's engaged to her longtime partner, also male. We've been friends for almost six years now and hit it off immediately. No topic is off limits with us. We've shared almost anything you can think of with each other over the years. The dilemma. Last week, we met up for drinks. One of the first times we've been out since lockdown. So, of course, we might have overdone it. Long story short, we ended Mm. up making out before hopping into our cabs to go home. It was exhilarating. Super hot and heavy. And we both definitely wanted it to go further, but stop before we got ahead of ourselves. She has a very open relationship with her partner and tells him everything. I, however, have not disclosed this information to my husband. I want to, truly, but not sure how he would take it. He knows about my past with women, but I haven't done anything since we've been married. I want to be honest with him because the next time we're alone together, I can't say it wouldn't happen again or even go further. Also, it's not like I can just stop seeing her because did I mention we're co-workers? Potentially messy, I know. Yeah, that's really (laughs) the worst part of this. That's the worst part I've heard of the latter. Totally. I'm very secure in my marriage, have a wonderful sex life, and have even been more adventurous in the bedroom thanks to the extra quality time the pandemic has provided us. Okay. But how can I tell him, or should I even tell him? The last thing I want is for him to feel like he's inadequate in some way or not giving me enough. Again, I don't think he'd react horribly. He might even be totally into it. But he's been dealing with some depression throughout the past year, and I don't want to do anything that can cause him to spiral more. He's been on such a healthy path lately, I don't want to F it up. Do I just suppress these feelings I'm having for her until I can until I feel I can openly talk to my husband about about it? Help. Love you both. XXA. Kiss kiss. Do you know I always say XX and not kiss kiss? Well, they wrote XX. I know, but when you see the double X, what would you say out loud? Would you say XX or kiss kiss? I probably would say XX. Okay. XOXO. XX. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't say kiss, hug, kiss, hug. Kiss, hug, kiss, hug. No. Yeah. No. No. I'd say XX. Kiss, kiss. Uh, I got to say, Rhonda, that sounds like a hot time that they had. That sounds pretty fun. It sure does. It sure sounds like tons of fun that these two had out on Margarita Girls Night and then Sloppy Seconds in the cab or whatever they they did. Uh, I would love to hear what you have to say. Do you have a take on this? You know, I do. And usually, believe me, I've gotten... Shots have been fired at me for saying in the past, as you know, you know what? Oh, don't tell them. Dishonest. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't know your husband at all. I do think if you want to continue doing this, now's probably the time to tell him. Because I think, I think if you framed it as See, this is where I get in trouble because I always want to frame it as I've I've been thinking about doing this thing with her when she's already. Oh yeah, that you can't. That's how you get in trouble. That's how I get in trouble. So I guess that's the part where they're right and you're wrong. Right. The people that write in. Exactly. Where you say, "Can't we make up one more little lie to cover the part?" That's where I get in trouble because what I want to say is like, "Hey, I've been thinking more about you know." What would you think? Oh, whoops! I guess it was. See, that to me is the ass pick from the Julian Castro episode. Completely. You're that's right. The, that's the pleading to a lesser offense. That's where the thread starts. Yeah. yeah. I think. Because what you're doing is then 
co-opting the other person into a dishonest interaction, even if even if the opinion is probably effectively the same of the act, yeah, you have provoked them into a dishonest conversation, and that is really the bigger betrayal than whatever this is. But that's my personal. In her defense, and again, come at me, all of you, throw your daggers. She might not have known she wanted to do this until she did it. So technically, oh yeah, technically, she might not have even thought to have this conversation before. Um, and maybe that's an argument for why she shouldn't have done it at all. But I just have a feeling that your husband probably knows on some level. Well, first of all, he knows you have a history of this. I would be shocked if at some point he didn't think, oh, I wonder if she'll ever find a woman that she wants to not necessarily be with, but have a some sort of relationship with a sexual relationship, a hookup, whatever. Um, that I don't think he would be that disappointed pointed or shocked by this. And also I think it sort of goes without saying that what you do with him is, you know, a different kind of juice than what you, what you get from her. It's, I think those are two different things. Um, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I'm not bisexual, so I guess I can't say, but it does seem like you are totally satisfied with him. And so I think it's just really cushioning when you tell him that security. Um, and really building that up to let him know, like, this doesn't have anything to do. And I'd be fine for her to come in with us to this. It's just an itch that I'd like to scratch occasionally. And since I know her well, maybe that's the person. But where I think you're le- really playing with fire is that she works with you. And that's man, woman, anything. I just think, like, why do that? Why go there in an office yeah. situation? But what do you think, Rana? I, I wasn't very well spoken. No, I understood everything that you were saying. Uh my main question is, and it's a bummer of a response, I'll tell you right now. I'll just tell you for free. Where is this headed? What is this? Where, what are you thinking this is going to be? Mm-hmm. Because it's really sort of only headed for disaster, I would say. I could be wrong. Look, we know I was, I'm from another era. And this old is bones. Not, yeah. Oh. <sighs> Sorry, Rana. I thought I was. I thought you were going to say it. Oh. I thought you were going to say it. Say, did you just say that out loud? Jessica St. Clair. Jessica St. Clair really brought this to a new level, Rana. I got to tell you, and she's made it a lot of things okay around this place. That I, I have to think about who I'm gonna. No. I have to think about who I'm gonna get for my next house because you this is ratcheting. Dare. I'm gonna ratchet no. this game up. Jessica St. Clair is the one who called you She's normalizing all of that, Rana. Your your friend who came on and wowed I, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to, I have to think about who I can get that could really you, knock you, Rana. knock you off your rock of the next one. I'll give you a list. Mario Lopez. I have a, I have a Shannon Doherty. Brooke Burke. Brooke Burke. <laughs> exactly. That's the list. Brooke Burke is so funny to me. I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> Maybe we can get Nancy O'Dell. Nancy O'Dell. Perfect. Yep. She's on the approved list. Who else is on the approved list? Exactly. Mario Lopez. You could get. Sunita. You know, is that her yep. name? No, oh, not Sunita. What's the other one? Terry Seymour. T- who's that? Si- they're all Simon Cowell's ex-girlfriends. Terry oh, Seymour sure. from Extra. She's the one that gets to do all the Simon Cowell interviews. Pam Dauber. She can be the co-host. Oh, Pam Dauber. Oh. Yeah. Aaron Gray, uh, who was the mom on Silver Spoons. Sure. 
Sure. Yeah. Who also gives me Shanna Darby vibes. She's a she, Aaron Gray is Shanna Darby vibes. That's Shanna sure. Darby. Yeah. No kidding. That's Shanna Darby. It really is. End of discussion. That's Shanna Darby. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She was on no Buck doubt. Rogers. Too. You know who'd be great on this show with you, Ronna? Courtney Thorne Smith. That'll be the one for you. Okay. <laughs> great. Type up a list and send it over to me. You've got um, it. Where is this headed? I understand that you had this wonder, this great night of fun, but are you thinking this is just something that you get to do whenever you want to? And what does that mean for your work relationship, A, as Brian said, which I think is a terrific point? And what does it mean? What are you saying about the rules of your marriage? Because you've been, they've been together for eight years. Right. And nothing like this has ever happened. And Mm -hmm. so I would argue that the husband at this point, it really depends on the husband. Maybe he would be surprised. Maybe he wouldn't be surprised. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was surprised because they have an incredible sex life. They've been together for eight years. He maybe thinks at this point that your bisexuality was more of a phase. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Uh, whether you, you know, have brought anyone into your relationship or you watch certain kinds of porn together that he, you know, where he knows for sure that this is still alive in you. In your world, right. Yes. Uh, And so that is really, to me, the big question is, how is he going to take this? And I really, I mean, look, we're going to get in a lot of trouble because if it was a one-off thing, I, and honestly, if it were one-off so thing, I would hard. say just don't. You made out with it's, someone. You don't have to tell them. It's so hard because it's not just some woman that you met at a party. It's actually somebody that you have a real yeah, intimacy with. Exactly. I think that's why in this case. And that would feel more threatening in a way to me mm-hmm. than just some woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't like to advocate being dishonest in a relationship. I mean, I don't. but. I do think, you know what? Here's why you should tell him. Because I think it will extinguish the spark of this a little bit. And I also Hmm. think it is, I agree with Brian that this is not terrific, that you work together and that you, you know, this is a, if you think you can handle this kind of phase, this sort of up-down thing, but, and again, maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm just too conventional, et cetera, et cetera, but I can't see how, the relationship isn't going to suffer the friendship as a result of this. Maybe so there are plenty of people whose husbands don't mind this sort of thing. Yeah. I was going to say it, it could be something that, I mean, it's something that she's been honest about in her life with him before that, that, you know, she has had relationships and experiences with women. I think, um, I think he's just got to catch him on a good day, but I could see yes. him being okay with it, but I think you just got to catch him on an upswing. Yeah. And maybe it leads to a new era of understanding between the two of you, where he sort of says, if you're not telling me you're dissatisfied in our relationship and this, this, this is just this other thing, then I can live with that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's sort of down about it for a couple of, you know, it's something he's going to have to work through, but I do think it's important. I mean, exactly what you've said in your letter here, which is that you have a very satisfying, uh, 
personal life with him and and private, you know, that the, that the sex is great, et cetera, et cetera. You don't find anything wanting except for this other thing. But it is sort of funny to me how bisexuals get such a pass in this world. I don't understand. What do you mean? Really. Because people say, oh, you're bisexual. So there's something inevitably that your partner can't give you. So you're allowed to get that somewhere else. But that's but what not about true. if I'm married to a short guy and I love tall guys? But Do that's I get not a even pass? true. I think it's just that they are, listen, they are attracted to more than one kind of person and that they fall in love more with the person maybe than with the organ, you know? Okay, but they, she's married for eight years. So yeah. I'm ma- let's say I'm married to a short guy for eight years and it's I really like tall Ronna. guys. Why is it different? <laughs> because it is. Because you're I have because- to su- I also have to suppress something about myself, you're which is that I mind. prefer tall guys. Except that it's like taboo for a woman to crave a woman or a man to crave a man. It's like looked down upon. You're it's considered freaky. But what does that have to do with the sanctity of the marriage? whether it's considered freaky or not. What does that have to do with this? Am I allowed to say to my husband, I just prefer to play tennis with a taller guy. I, I love playing tennis with you, but I'd also love to play tennis with a taller guy. Yeah, except playing tennis is different than having a relationship with. I'm using playing tennis as a euphemism for playing tennis. Okay, gotcha. What I'm What's- saying is in a same-sex relationship, yeah, whatever kind, yeah. Two men, two women, etc. Sure. Or sorry, that yes, in a same-sex relationship. Why are you not to, allowed to say I also there and there are of course people that have open relationships. But whenever we talk about bisexuality, we always say, "Oh, well, he always knew that you preferred this other thing." Well, right. I always preferred sleeping with a bunch of people, but I decided to get married and now I can't. But I don't know that, that this guy did know that she preferred being with women. I think Well, that he she, knew she was bisexual. He knew she was bisexual, but I don't think yeah. and and also I don't I certainly think it's only bad behavior to be like I just don't know any bisexuals who operate like that who are like I'm done with your kind. Now I'm going this way. I, I just don't know anyone that. No, that I that. think though that we tend to make an allowance though for people that declare that they're interested in both sexes. Yeah. When they enter into a monogamous relationship, we tend to say, "Oh, well, they did know that you were also interested in this other kind of person." I see. I see. To where and, it's sort of like, well, you knew what you were getting into. Yes, and we we tend to say, well, you can't scratch that itch with the person that you're with. So there's some understanding that this is going to happen at some point. Well, you're right. I'm Maybe that's you, unfair. I don't I, only like short guys. I like tall right. guys too. I agree. Now that I've been that's, married for eight I, years. Why I can't know, I sleep but, with a tall guy? So really, the responsibility is on <laughs> me because I was the one who said, "Well, you did tell him," which isn't right. You're right. That isn't right. That, that no, I'm not well, putting I, it I, on you. I, I'm I, saying society. I agree. No, I agree. And I think that's a wrong thing for society to put on it because, yeah, I mean, you're right. I sort of said like, well, he did have fair warning. He, But yeah, this is eight years later. So honesty is honesty and, and dealing with things in a mature way is the way to go for sure. Um, I you guess don't it be- also comes down to, I mean, honestly, it's totally medieval what we're discussing because it's really sort of cuckoldry that we're discussing. 
which is that this goes back to the conventional ideas that a man and a woman marry and have a family. Right. The nuclear family. Yes. Really almost more, you know, societally and religious constructs that a man and a woman get married. And because they are the only two, and we're talking about naturally- who are capable of making a baby and a family. Yeah. That the family structure is threatened by the idea of a man being with another woman or a of woman course. being with another man. And but it's like that's the basic fear part of it. Is it's the the part that's sort of like just your the fear of your brain being like, but then they could just leave me for a man or leave me for a woman. And I don't think in practice that's well, really this how could it goes. not be my child. Right. Going back, I mean, going back, we're talking hundreds of And by the way, Rana. You could play tennis with a tall. All you would have to do is say you wanted to do it. And yes, then, and then have a discussion I, with that person. Right. I just don't think we tend to say, well, he sort of knew. So, you know, well, Bob knew that I dated a guy that was 5'2 before I dated him. You know, right. Bob was tall and gorgeous and handsome and perfect. Yeah, perfect. But, yeah. you know, what if I said, you know, I just want to roll with a little homunculus for a change? And Bob, so you could have told him that. Yes, but Bob, I don't think Bob would have taken that well. A Probably lot of it not. has to do with the male ego, which is that Ugh, men. I know the most fragile thing in the world. Feel less threatened by a woman being with a woman. Yes, they think I it won't say. last. They think it's right. a fling. Right. Anyway, this is just a crazy tangent we went on. No, it was here, fun. But, but it is interesting to me that we tend to, and not just you and I as a society, we tend to say, well, you knew she was bisexual instead of yeah. saying, well, we knew your wife liked short guys before she liked tall guys. I mean, sure. I think I know you, what you mean, but I'm not. Come still on, Rana. Totally you clear. know, I only dated brunettes before I dated a blonde. I mean, right. That that would be, but I don't think people actually do that. I think that like outside looking in, people say, well, they did know, but the person in the relationship, I don't think generally speaking, is sort of like, I know we've had a monogamous committed thing, but I'm done with that. I'm now attracted to this. I don't think it works like that. Well, you're not saying you're done. You're just saying you want a different scoop of ice cream for a change. Right. But I, what but I'm people saying People did I, not look kindly on that generally. Correct. But I think that the people who want the other scoop probably do it in hopefully if they're in a long-term relationship in a mature, courteous, courteous, loving way. Or they just don't say anything going back to the top of this question. Or they just don't say anything. But in this yeah, case, I think they just you go hide in the walk-in fridge and they eat four gallons of strawberry ice cream. And then they just don't have any strawberry for about two, three years after that. Cause it made them sick. Are you bringing, I told you never to bring that up, Rana. <laughs> I told you never to bring that up. That was at my worst. Doing- that was right around the pop tarts. New England is the home of ice cream. I mean, don't I just know say. it? God, don't I know it? <laughs> no, I think. Uh, I think. That, I don't know if this conversation, if we got anywhere with this conversation, I don't either. But, but it, it was is, still fun. It is interesting to me that uh, that we have different rules for different people, and that but a lot of that has don't. to do with. But we do, we do in a marriage. It is not common for someone to walk up to someone and say, oh, I forgot to tell you. Remember how I, I loved brunettes? Before but that doesn't actually happen, Rana. <laughs> but that's what this is. What do you no, mean? No, it, it isn't. You, this woman's walking up to her, her partner of eight years and saying, oh, by the way, I meant to tell you. Uh, remember how I liked women? Still do. And then she walks out of the room. No. 
Well, no, but she's going to say to him, I need to discuss something with you. Remember how before I was, we were married. I dated other, I dated women, blah, blah, blah. Well, this thing happened. And uh, I I don't know. I'm not quite done with it. I would or skip the first part of say. that because that makes it sounds really, really serious. And that sounds threatening. I would just say like, so-and-so kissed me. I kissed her back. It was really nice. Could we bring her in for a third? Could I hook up with her every now and then? Or is that off? off Who limits? said anything about a third? What does she want to come in with him for? She I thought she did mention that. At home. Did she? I thought for some reason she said he could also come in with us. She could come in with us. Maybe oh, I didn't. I up. didn't know that was part of it. Well, if it was, then fine, fair. Yeah. But what about if I say, just wanted to let you know, I was at the club the other night, and the young, handsome tennis pro approached me. You remember before we were married, I dated a bunch of Israelis, and it turns out I'm still attracted to Israeli tennis pros. So I but just, Rana, that's I'm not just quite done with mean. it. But that's just How being mean. Different? It's because it How is, is it different. different. How? Because that's just being mean. And by the way, or it's being honest, but in a really terrible way. But you what, can have these the conversations mean? without just saying what you said. Okay, so how shall I say that to my husband in the way that will work? But I think that makes you kind of a nasty person because I don't, I think it would be this, Rana. I think it would be, I have to tell you, <laughs> I have fallen in love with this person who is Israeli. But why but, is it in love? Well, what did you just say? But Rana, you're not going to go hook up with any Israeli. That what I think you're doing is you're saying like, well, she, the, now she wants to hook up with women, plural. No, she wants to hook up with this woman she knows. Oh, oh, you think it's only specific to this woman? Yeah, I don't think she's saying that she wants to have like an open relationship where she could just go hook up with women. Which, by the way, so then she wants to have an affair, is what you're telling me. You know what? You are twisting my words. I'm, I'm All, asking. I'm yeah, asking. You are. All I am saying is it's different. It's different than you saying, I want to, I just want to go date an Israeli man. Cause it's like, well, have you met the man you want to date? Have you met the man you want to date? No, what do you like you, about he's him? The is tennis he handsome? Pro like, at the club. And I'm who also you're really attracted you, to. We accidentally shared a cat. We went for drinks so, after lockdown. Great. So and, isn't the important thing there that you had a drink after lockdown and were really charmed by him and less the fact that he's Israeli? My point is she had had a predisposition to liking and she was attracted to another segment of the population. In this case, women. I think okay. she was attracted to many things. Yes. Yes. But she likes women and men. Sure. I'm saying I like reggae. I like but Bob. Rana, I don't know that she and likes women I like and Israeli went. guys. I think she likes the woman she likes and the man she likes. I don't think well, she's I like, like both of these men I like. Great. So, so you need to reconcile that. Okay. But in a conventional relationship, <laughs> That is not really an accepted conversation to have. It's just my point. That it no, feels more damaging yes. for a woman to say to a man, I yes. hope you don't mind, I'm going to have an affair with this person. I than agree. it does for a woman to say to a man, I hope you don't mind, I'm going to have an affair with this woman. Correct. I do think, right. I think that that's probably- that was my because, only and that's, a, that's a male ego thing, for sure. Like you said. Yeah. What Though does that I man have say, that I don't have? Which, you know- I have uh, known male a few men worst. that have had this happen to them. And then the woman has left the husband for another woman. And I will say it, it, you want to see a guy down in the dumps. That's, uh, 
That's a guy down in the dumps. I know, they but just doesn't don't truth know how to reconcile kind of win in the it. long run? I mean, sure. isn't it better he you know now to than later? You want to. Yes, but of I course, do think you were really onto something, Ronna, when you said, just so you know, I mean, if it does go all the way there, just either imagine what it feels like or actually in practice tell your husband what it feels like when this is no longer s- scandalous because it's a secret. Because yeah, it might change but- a lot of things. Well, that's how we always ruin things is by telling people to bring them out into the light of day. See how exactly. they really look. And then Which all of a sudden- Which is no fun. What can we say? It's no fun. This happened to a friend of mine who was, she's a lesbian though, but was dating a woman for a while and she was so attracted to her. It's like with all things. And then the woman stood up on the edge of the bed and her pubic hair like stayed on the bed while she was basically fully standing. It was so long. And she, and it was like stuck between her butt. And she was like, that's, that was so unattractive to me. And so I just sort of got turned off. It's like when someone has like, like one time someone tried to make out with my friend while they had Caesar salad in their mouth and she really liked him up until that point. And then she was completely disgusted. I think I just wanted to tell the stories. I don't know what I had to do with any of this. Rana. <laughs> Rana. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Rana. Rana, are you okay? <laughs> what is that uh, did Bob have really long <laughs> it happened to my friend <laughs> and some people might be turned on by that I don't ultimately know what my point is I'm not really sure how I'm supposed to recover from either of those images <laughs> but the worst part I think of the whole story was that she stood up on the end of the bed not not that the discovery required standing up so that you could actually measure the length. Yeah. Uh, Oh, she was basically practically completely stood up and her pubic hair was like down between her butt and basically touching the bed. (laughs) How long were her legs? Eight inches. (laughs) She might have had a low center of gravity. I'm not sure. Little people, big world. Is this what we're talking about? Oh, all right. We have to move on to the next question. We definitely did not answer that question. That's all I wanted to say about that. And I'm probably cutting our whole conversation about I loved me, it. About oh, you hate you're gonna hate it when you hear it again. I doubt it. That was fun. Spirited. Oh, dear. And I can't wait to hear all the ways that I'm wrong. And by the way, I don't mind being wrong, but I don't mind being right either. So of course. We'll see what people have to say. Oh, my God. Dear Rana, Brian, and lovely guest. In that case, this in this case, this is Brian. No, because but that's not he, true, Rana. Well, you haven't logged three in a row where you've been back in the carriage house, and it's all about, you know, consistency. So you're still the guest at this point. Okay. All right. I... <laughs> Oh, Caesar salad also just. He was chewing it and then he leaned over and started making out with her. What kind of animal? Animal. And she was like, she was like, before she was like, oh my God, he's so cute. He's so smart. Like this is going so well. And then he like leaned over at dinner while he had Caesar salad in his mouth and started making out with her. I know. Who wants that? That's disgusting. And that's a raw egg in that dressing. I just want to put that up. No, not to mention anchovy. No. I'll ask you this though: Have you ever had anchovies or sardines on uh, 
on a beautiful piece of toast with just some cold butter. Oh, I love sardines and anchovies. And I don't know that I've ever had it that way, but that sounds French and delicious. Get a big crusty piece of bread Mm -hmm. and toast it. And then take some cold, unsalted butter and do it, put a couple of curls of it on mm. so that the bread is hot and the butter is cold. Mm-hmm. And then just put a few anchovies on it. It sounds amazing. Out of this world. That does sound good. That sounds like something <sighs> they do at like, there's a restaurant in LA called Petit Trois that has sort of like that vibe where they do like foods like that. Well, I had it when I was in Los Angeles at Chisbaca or Chisbaca. Oh, so maybe it's an Italian thing. Yeah, I think it's a Southern Italian, as in Sardinia sardines, or I oh, don't know wherever, an, wherever anchovies come from. But also then they come Italian. all, but they have sardines all over. That's the true, but the too. anchovy was the, the Caesar salad was named after the Emperor of Rome. You never cease to amaze me. Just want to say that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> ah, you won't get that with Nancy O'Dell, or maybe you will. I don't know. No way. Uh, she probably went to Stanford. You know, she's one of those people that you think you know, and then you find it's something like, else about them. Maybe. Yeah. She's like Gina Davis. She's a Mensa. Right. I have recently come across some news uh-huh. <laughs> about an old friend. Let's call her Beth, if we must. Okay. That I am having a tough time processing, and I'm hoping you all can help. You all. We have a Southerner here. Ding, ding. You know it. Beth and I met in high, in school over a decade ago, and she and I keep in touch a few times a month with walks, brunch, or a shopping rendezvous, pre-COVID, of course. I am in my early 30s and always thought that Beth was two to three years older than me. Come to find out, Beth is over a decade older than me. I love it. Placing her in her mid-40s. I did not get this info from Beth, but from a third party. Honestly, I was a little shocked, but overall, I really don't care that she's older than she said. Oh, so the she main... did lie about it. Well, according to this third party, whoever this third party is. Got it. No, I but mean, I mean, she what? lied to the friend that she was young, er. Well, or she intimated right. for about a decade that she was about the same age because they Younger. went to school together. Yeah. On the other hand, I really would like a second source besides just the third party. Fair enough. But, okay. Honestly, I was a little shocked, but overall, I really don't care that she's older than she said. The main thing I am struggling to reframe in light of this news is Beth still lives at home with her parents. I would ask a few times a year if she had plans to move out anytime soon. She would reply with every excuse imaginable as to why it wasn't the right time. There are no extenuating circumstances that would make Beth's parents dependent on her living with them and vice versa. Their home is not large and is obviously one Beth's parents had planned to spend their retirement years in alone. She does not pay rent and spends most of her money on clothes, trips, stuff like that. Lucky Hmm. Beth. No kidding. Before when I would prod, so she's married to her parents. What's what's the big deal? Honestly. (laughs) If she would be the difference if she was married and she had a rich husband. I was going to say, if she were living in many other countries and she were single, she would be living with her parents and spending all of her money on clothes. She'd have to. Society would shun her. Correct. That's right. Before when when I would prod Beth about moving out, 
was trying to be a helpful friend, giving a little nudge in the direction of self-reliance. But now that I know Beth is in her mid-40s, I feel like the dynamic of the conversation has shifted. And there are some deep-seated issues there I can't help with. Am I being overly critical? Am I a horrible person for judging her for living at home? Or worse, for wanting to distance myself from someone so obviously? Rana, who's that? Oh, she's got to be kidding. Yeah, Vina just let someone into this house while I'm recording. Are you kidding? You know what? Wow. That is... She didn't even disarm the chime. Is it the guy who's... Does he have a jukebox with him? (laughs) I told him to come to the carriage house. Yeah, I told told him to come to the carriage house. Oh, you're doing a hip-hop dance class now that you've got Spotnik? I'm doing like a 50s Bobby Sox dance class that I thought would be cute. So I got... I ordered a I hope box. it's in preparation for the Oscar special. I hope we're going to be seeing you Bobby Soxing on the Oscar special. Like, Fun, I got to write it off. So it'll definitely be in the Oscar special. Have you ever shaved your legs? No, I haven't. No. I've shaved Something. my, I've, I've um, shaved my chest before. Sure. But yeah. not your legs. Never my Just legs. Wondered. Okay. Something to think about. Well, Ronnie, if I ever do, you'll be <laughs> sitting right next to me. You'll be outside the bath. I'll be in the bath and I'll show you how to shave my legs. <laughs> Dangle a leg over the exactly. edge of the bath. One yes. leg in, one leg out. Ron, I'm drowning. Come in here. Yep. Am I a horrible person for judging her for living at home? Or worse, for wanting to distance myself from someone so who obviously is arrested developed? Wait, who's so obvious? Wait a second. For wanting a to distance myself from someone so obviously in arrested development. Love the podcast. Love you too. Wishing you health and happiness from afar. Signed, Beth's much younger friend. You jerk. That, I think that's pretty funny, actually. Uh, Brian. Have you ever had a person in your life that you didn't know something about and then they told you one fact and it totally reframed everything that you thought about them? I don't think I have. I'm trying to think of like... Well, it's not unlike the Caesar salad or the pubic hair that you mentioned earlier. You know what? You're right. Um, <laughs> I can't I can't think of anything off the top. Have you? Have you ever had something you found a little nugget of, about something about somebody and then you were like, whoa, that's not the person I thought they were? Uh, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, but of course there have been moments in my life where, and and usually it probably is in more of either a romantic setting or a work setting, mm. where somebody does something and you just think, oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. th- you sort of, they were okay with you and now they're just not okay with you anymore. Okay, yeah. You turned off. I That has happened to me with someone before and it was the way they talked to a waiter. And I just remember yeah. thinking like, oh, I, because one-on-one, it was a dating situation. Yeah. Lovely, compassionate, funny, cute, all this stuff. And I remember Isn't like, awful? yeah, and I, that did it. Like that was sort of like, Ugh. oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that'll send a real shudder up your spine when someone yeah. does something like that, I must say. Totally. And it made me so, it, it made me so uncomfortable that it wasn't even anything I wanted to discuss. It was sort of like. All right, we're going to overtip this person, and then I'm probably never going to see you again. Yeah. Yeah. And is that person very successful now? That person happens to be, Rana. Sean Penn. Yeah. Isn't he stunning? He gets more and more (laughs) handsome every year. There's no doubt about it. Mario (laughs) Lopez. Mario Lopez. That's right. Has that person gone on to achieve great success in this world? 
Oh, you don't know. You know, I don't think so. If they have, they were a writer. So if they okay. have, it's maybe been behind that. Maybe they have written for shows or something. I'm not, I'm not sure, but nothing yeah. that I know of. No. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They didn't create Bridgerton. They did not. It was not Shonda Rhimes. No. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Is Beth's much a younger friend being too judgmental? Is she, I mean, what's the I mean, Leave Beth alone. I actually do feel that way. I sort of feel like this is like absolutely none of your business. Leave her alone. Who cares? Why are you prodding her to move out? It's none of your business. Why do you care what Beth does? Why do you care? And by the Beth way, if is... you were, the, if you were prodding me about something, I'd probably lie about every goddamn thing in my life. So you never knew the truth. <laughs> <laughs> What do you care? So, okay, Beth's 45 and lives at home. I mean, that's the suspicion. It's, I don't know what to call that. I don't know. It sounds like Arrested Development or she, I don't know. I don't know, Beth. Or what do you Beth think, is, well, I think it's also a great possibility that Beth has a lot of debt. Yeah. I don't think debt is something people talk about. I think that often that- Especially, you did mention she spends a ton of money. She spends a lot of money. You went to school to get, you know, maybe, maybe this started as Beth lives at home and is going to pay off her debts. And then it turned into Beth's mother makes her an omelet every morning. I mean, these are, you know, this is like those Italian men that live with their mother their entire life until they get married. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's cultural and the parents don't mind. I mean, you seem to know, uh, have a lot of opinions about the state of mind of the parents and of Beth. And that would not really hold up in court. As yeah. frustrating, it always drives me crazy when you can't say, you're not allowed to say what someone was thinking. You just don't. Right. Yeah. They can, you can demonstrate what they were thinking, but with a certain line of questioning. But you're not allowed to just decide what people think. Because that calls for the operation of their mind, and you don't know that. And for all you know, Beth's parents don't mind having her at home. And there are people in this world who like having their kid at home. It seems to me that Beth, for Beth, the ship has sailed a little bit about whether she was going to pair off with somebody else. And that she, maybe you can call it arrested development. Maybe you can call it fear of intimacy. Maybe you can call it she's got credit card debt. Sounds like she lives a pretty good life. But you don't really know. And I don't know why Beth needs to be prodded to move out unless Beth is complaining about it, saying, I can't meet somebody. I can't, my parents get mad if I come home after 1115 or whatever, whatever the issue is. But, you know, Beth is, sometimes in life, it's nice to have friends that are a little weird. I agree. And Beth is just sort of on the, she's an outlier. She is a little bit. Yeah. And also, you don't, I mean, who, you just don't, it doesn't sound like you have landed on a reason why she's living with her parents. So it might be nothing. It might be really something not good, something dark. Who knows? And also, you're not necessarily accusing her of elder abuse or something. Like, you don't feel like these people are being taken advantage of and this is a dangerous situation for them. So I I sort of don't understand I, I get that it's it's absolutely shocking to find someone out find out that someone is like ten years older than they said you were they were when or ten years younger than they said they were that is weird but it sounds like you're still friends with her so if you weren't also, friends with her 
what is this friendship? You go on walks, you go to brunch, you go shopping. This is a sex in the city relationship that you're having with Beth. Yeah. Why do you need her to do, do any of those Do you enjoy those things? Is yeah. the problem maybe that you two talk about your lives and you realize that you can't really take Beth's advice? Maybe that's part of it. Well, then don't maybe. take Beth's advice anymore. That's yeah. fine. You don't and have by the to. way, like, it's not good that she, you know, did whatever she did, but also I would say- but No it's one not ever like you're said your... to her, Beth, are you 45? And she said, right. no. And I would say it's very different for someone to um, be 25 and have a friend who's 45 and to think they're 25. That seems like kind of a con, but for someone to be in their thirties and someone to be in their forties, isn't that crazy? Well, it's just that it's gone on for, you know, for t- yeah. the other, it's a bit with, they were in school together. So Beth would go to parties and this and that, but she was yeah, that's, oh, that's 30 dark. instead of 20. That is, yeah. <laughs> and that is, you know, like that New Yorker article about the guy that pretended to be a 16 year old student and was 32. Yes. I, I understand. Here's the flip side of this. We can, we can look at this both ways. I also completely understand if you found this out about Beth and now you're grossed out by it. You just, <laughs> you don't like it. It grosses <laughs> you out. You don't want her opinion anymore. You don't want to hang out with her. Don't. Yeah. Try that for, excuse me, try that for a while. See how you, see if you miss her. I mean, but like, don't get in the thing where you're trying to help friends get out of something you have a problem with. Yes, that's an excellent point. Don't judge Beth's choices. Just either get with it or don't get with it. But don't don't judge her choices. And I frankly say get with it. She sounds fun. Yeah, sounds like she's kind of fun. (laughs) But you definitely don't have to take her advice if you don't think that she's in the place to be giving people advice. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And what is it? Why does it bother you? That's also worth looking into. But again, yeah. I can completely understand saying, oh, gross. I can't look at this. You're listening to the bear. It's just oh, not no. for me. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. All right. We have one Poor more Beth. question here. Okay. Yes, we do. Poor Beth, it. nothing. She's got no money. She doesn't pay rent. She travels around the world. She goes That's shopping true. all Designer the time. Designer clothing. She's a permanent teenager. It's true. Beth lives Oof. every day like she's 22 and she just graduated and from you college. Know she's the, figuring out a next move. You want to know the crazy thing about those people, Rana? Yeah. They're they happy. couldn't be happier. <laughs> they couldn't be happier. And they drive everyone around them absolutely crazy. No question. And it, they make the people around them furious. But they're 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 just think everything's a kick. They're having the time of their lives. Yeah. So if you don't want to be friends with any Beth anymore, you don't have to be. But True. you don't need a you don't really need a reason. Let's put it that way. You don't have to no. dig into why it bothers you this, and that's why you're no longer friends with Beth. You're allowed exactly. to just say you've outgrown Beth's friendship. That's allowed. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Dear Rana Brian, wait, are you reading or am I? I think you are, because I just oh, read you're right. that one. Oh, Ron. Yeah. Dear Ron Brian and lovely I mean, guests. you are, you know, if this was a co-host test, <gasps> your, your aptitude would be low today. That's all I'm going to say. You know what, Rana? I'm not making any excuses for myself. 
But that commercial really took it out of me. I've had such a, I had to memorize the lines. I had to like, you know, deal with the crew. And, you know, I don't, I generally hate when crew says my name or, you know what I mean? I get so tense because I'm in the process. So yeah, I came here. And that muscle, you hadn't worked that muscle in a while. And Rana, here's the thing about art in that way. Yeah. You're exposed. You're, You're completely vulnerable. As you said last week, lying naked on the floor or two weeks ago. Yeah, torn. Torn. I'm already torn. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's how it. That's what people need to understand about my performances. Yeah, it takes weeks to recover. Yeah, because for me, I was in the construction zone. I thought about the hazards. My best friend, who I lost you in, had, a, in a sledgehammer you had, accident. Yeah, you had your hammer. Had to create <laughs> so my world. People, so people knew you were working. Clean exactly. your world. What does that mean? No, I had to um, create my world. Oh, so, I see. And my backstory, so my backstory was, you know, my identical twin brother died from a sledgehammer accident and I went to avenge oh. and yeah. And so that's why I'm in the construction business to sort of live his legacy. I have to also think about the fact that I'm based on a one-year-old. And yes, so I had you're to the see, reincarnation of a one-year-old. I had to see that life through <laughs> and what I thought might've happened if he had, if he had lived. So it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dear Rana, Brian, and lovely guest, my family recently received some terrible Brian. news. What'd you say? No, Rana, lovely that's not true. Brian. Rana, Brian, no guest here. Lovely guest, Brian. Yeah. I'm a 30 something man <laughs> living in the Midwest, having left my entire family back in New York a decade ago for graduate school. Did you get school. a manicure? Your nails look terrific. No, but I did like a little, um, not a manicure, but I, you know, trimmed them and stuff yesterday. Do you do a little buff shine on your nails or no? I don't. Well, they look I just terrific. do like the dollar, you know, clipper thing. Yeah. Well, taking lovely care of yourself. Thank what you. What was that? Hong Kong? Hong Kong. That's head, right. Head, headlights. That's right. Headlights. Exactly. <laughs> Can I bounce those fun bags around? Exactly. <laughs> that's my, that's when I come onto women, that's my line. Yes. <sighs> Who would say no to that? Option, yeah, what an opportunity. Offer. What an offer. <laughs> slip, slap, slip, slap. Slip, slap, Hong Kong. Uh, just like Newton's, uh, what was it called? Oh, yeah. The um, cradle, something cradle. Newton's cradle, yeah. Boop. Yeah, Newton's cradle. Boop, boop yeah. But you need exactly. probably a third boob to make that happen. You could put a hand in between. That's true. That's a great practice yeah. for young boys who want to really learn how to treat a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but make sure she has pendulous breasts or it'll never work. I got to tell you, Rana, we're really on one today. This has I hope been... people are enjoying. This is like oh, they a classic... have to be. I'm enjoying it. This is like a classic cliffhangers episode without the cliffhangers, Pat. Is what this it is. is. This is just a wild Mister Toad's wild, wild ride. Is all this it's is yeah. absolutely Mister. We don't know the yeah. origin of it. We don't know why it's been there for so long, but it pops up and you still have a great time. And the car keeps spinning around the corner, and you get thrown one way, and then your stomach gets thrown the other. Correct. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for us to go to Disneyland together when this is all over. Me neither, but Rana, you're going to get me into that club. That's what I've been dreaming of. Oh, I know it is, Rana. Did you see? I could not get over. I started laughing so hard. It made me laugh so hard. Seeing all those people go into the park, but none of the rides were open. (sighs) So they're letting people. They started letting people. They just need to go back there and know it was still there. They're letting people into California Adventure like the diehard fans to like come back, even though they can't ride any of the rides. But they so many people need, showed up for that. They just needed to know it was still standing. 
I mean. The Disney people are the strangest people. They just are. That's people why, that are exa- obsessed with Disney. We've said it before. You Growing up, you were either a Looney Tunes or a Disney. And I think that is really, I am drawn to Looney Tunes. I'll say that. Yeah. 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 I like okay. I like when someone, you know, has an anvil dropped on their head. Not when, sure. you know, you, not you when like they... to be doing the dropping and then <laughs> in the corner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need like a mouse wooing another mouse with, you know, gigantic heels. It's not really. Yeah. Anything. With gorgeous ankles and big oval feet or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A few months ago, my brother and sister-in-law. Okay. Sorry. I'm not particularly close with anyone in my family, but we keep in touch and I visit a few times a year. A few months ago, my brother and sister-in-law welcomed their first baby daughter into the world, which has been wonderful. Then a month later, my sister-in-law was diagnosed with an extremely rare and aggressive form of cancer, oof, in a tumor on her head. Thankfully, after a few weeks of testing, they found out the cancer is only in a developmental stage and hasn't metastasized. And the prognosis is good, but she will need to undergo nine months of chemotherapy. Mm, A week before the diagnosis, my brother also changed jobs. Needless to say, with a newborn, new job, and the diagnosis, my brother and sister-in-law are having quite the stressful start to 2021, in addition to all the COVID craziness. Okay. Here's my dilemma. I feel completely useless. <laughs> I can't be there in person for my brother or sister-in-law, as I have yet to get my vaccine, and I don't feel comfortable traveling. I'm not super close to my brother, but we've definitely bonded over the years, moving past our tumultuous childhood. I really want to do something nice for them from afar, and I can't for the life of me decide what. I was thinking of making my sister-in-law a care package filled with exceptionally luxurious items that she can use to pamper herself when the chemo is especially bad, but I'm at a loss of what to include. Further, I would, by the way, okay, further, I would like to get something special for my brother. I was just going to say, have you not seen the Ronica list at every price point? Yeah. The past two I years, mean, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And the COVID kiki list, yeah. And the COVID kiki list. I mean, yeah. we have suggestions yeah. galore of luxurious yeah. items that range yeah. from $10 to 10000 Yeah. Further, I would like to get something special for my brother. I've reassured them that I'm here for them with whatever they need, but I can't help feeling like I could be doing more. In terms of money, money excuse me, I'm willing to spend a decent amount of money on them all, around $1,000. Thank you, stimulus check. Note, my retired parents and my sister-in-law's mother are close by to assist in person and provide childcare when needed, so those things are taken care of. I appreciate any and all advice you have. I hope things are so well in Marblehead, and I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you in advance, and I hope you have a happy and healthy spring. Not signed. And I look forward to hearing from you. What is this, an employment letter? Presumptuous. Yeah. Yeah, and I look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. Not yeah. my favorite sign off. You know, I nope. don't like it when people just decide we're going to yep. answer their letter. Exactly. But here I we are. I appreciate your wonderful, thoughtful answer. Is there something in your idea? You've been rubbing it like a cartoon baby for the last couple of minutes. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think I just have really bad allergies right now. My eyes when you keep rub like, it, kind of you rub watering. it like a little cartoon. Did you notice that? No, I that do. it's very like cute. This. Very yeah. cute. Like wow. A, I should just wow. go like this. Well, I don't Wendy know. Wendy uses Q-tips. Well, <laughs> Wendy burped and farted at the same time. I saw it live, Rana. Well, not live, but I saw the recording. Is the night. show live? I'm confused. Why would they leave that in? She doesn't care. She because she won't do another take. The That's show it. is live. It is. The live. show is live. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Is there live TV like that anywhere else? Yeah, I mean, it is the biggest risk on television. That is what makes it great. I have to say that's the secret to the formula. So Wendy basically only agrees to show up for an hour. Yep. Or hair and makeup, run through the questions. The show is the show. Wendy goes home. So that's a two-hour She shepherd's pie day. for breakfast yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Is she still eating in front of that Betty Boop? No, she's back kitchen? in the studio. Yeah, but in life, she has that supreme Betty Boop in her kitchen. She does. She's just, she does yeah. have that. Yeah. Supreme Betty Boop. And then the fire alarm that she never got, or the smoke alarm that she didn't get fixed. But finally someone came, but it was going off for like two weeks. But she finally got it fixed. <laughs> I can't handle it. I know. Uh, okay. So first of all, of course, we want to say we're sorry about what's going on with the sister in law. Yeah, and that's awful, but also hopeful at the same time. This could be much worse news. As difficult as this is going to be for right. everybody. Uh, we have a pretty good prognosis here. So let's be very thankful about that. And we have this tiny little girl who just joined them. And so let's remember that even though this is a stressful time, it's also a hopeful time for them. Yes, indeed. They've started their new family. This could be worse. I don't know what the, the scope is on this new job, but maybe it's more money and it helps the family feel more comfortable, et cetera, et cetera. So- yeah. Silver linings all over the place here. I'll Everywhere you go. Family nearby, the father, the the, the uh, sister, etc. Pretty good way to Wonderful. go. Yeah. I don't think this is about, we'll give you some suggestions, of course, but I don't really think this is about the gift. I think this is about consistency. So okay. I think if she's going through chemo for the next nine months, I don't think it's about sending one huge, gorgeous care package. I Mm. think it's about little things sprinkled throughout that time so that she is, because a lot of times when something happens to people, either good or bad, you get all the flowers or you get all the, you know, whatever it is, the care packages, this or that. But she really has a, this is an endurance. She's in it for a while. Yeah. So little things that she could get throughout that time, just to remind her that you are saying, I know you're still going through this. Uh, and I thought this would be great. I thought that would be great, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. So one thing you might do is you might set yourself a sort of iCal reminder or Google calendar, whatever calendar you're on, reminder on, I don't know, the first of every month, the fifth of every month, whatever it is. And that you sort of say, oh, okay, this week I want to come up with something that I'm going to send to them. And so then it goes, you know, you have that sort of week to roll it over. You kind of know what's going on with them at the time. You also know where the baby is developmentally, if you want to send anything that way. A gift to anyone, in the, to either the family or them individually is a lovely thing. It just says, you're thinking of us. And I don't know where she's going to be at during the chemo, but so if you wanted to send her a kickoff gift of whatever it is, some Ugg slippers. I was going to say slippers or the uh, something from the robe. Aesop collection or a robe or yeah, yeah something like that. Uh, you know what else might be really nice is a beautiful uh, organic muscle soak. 
anything. Oh, sure. That, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there is a line that I love right now. You know, I love to go to Austrians for my herbs and my essentials. Uh, your my, potions my and your notions. Things. Yeah. Yes. And there's a woman named Susanna, um, is it Hausman or Hoffman? Hold on. I'm going to have to look this up while we're talking. From the but, Bengals? Uh, it's Susanna Hoffs. That's exactly who it is. <laughs> I thought it might be. I really uh, did. Who is doing gorgeous bath products that have uh, sort of like an, you know, an alpine, um, you know, an alpine sprig. Fresh alpine. Them. That's nice. That sort of thing. And they also have these beautiful alkaline baths, et cetera, et cetera. Bath salts. I'm going to find the name. They sell it at Liberty for sure. And I think they might even sell it on, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Net-a-Porter, I think has it also. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that is the sort of thing. By the way, you could go on Net-a-Porter and go to the gift section too. And totally. Just sort of to browse. Yeah. Um, but the the sort of thing where you just you just I think the most important thing is to not forget about them. Yeah. And so you just sort of send them take that money, which is a very substantial budget, excuse mm-hmm. me, uh, and spread it out over the uh so sorry, Suzanne Kaufman is what it is. K-A-U-F. M-A-N-N. I'm going to send Brian okay. a link to this now so we can see what I'm talking about. I can't I'm wait. Speci- right now I'm looking at the winter bath oil. And that would only be for someone who has a interest in a pine-scented this and that. Sure. Uh, I'm going to send this to you right in the chat. Uh, but I think the, another thing might be cookies. Another thing might be for him... A bottle of whiskey, a bottle of scotch, a bottle, you know, if that's his oh, thing. Oh, that's nice. Or, yeah. With those man crates that you, the you man crates that we are had fabulous. on here and that you loved. Also, I love uh, um, Bellroy's wallets. I think they're phenomenal um, yeah. and so cute. Uh, that could be fun. Um, but yeah. I think also either a gorgeous, I sent you the link so you can look at it if you want, oh. uh, a gorgeous cardigan, a gorgeous cat, something soft. The other thing I love is if she's going to be in chemo uh, a lot of the time, and we've discussed this before, a gorgeous wrap that sort of looks like it's, it dresses things up. I mean, the very, very high-end version of that, which I don't recommend wasting your money on in this instance, but it gives you a, a hint about what I'm talking about, is Gucci or Burberry or somebody like that, just to get the idea of what we're talking about. And then other people, of course, make them. But, and again, Net-A-Porte is great for that or matches because you can put in your price point. But it's basically like a blanket that Mm -hmm. looks a very chic blanket that you can throw over whatever you're wearing. And then you feel like you're sort of fabulous and dressed at a time when you're not. But I think comfort is really important. And And I I was, you you always mentioned too, Rana, like, um, you know, something like really nice slippers, cashmere socks, um, any of the sort of bath products you mentioned, things like that. And for, I love the idea of like just a nice bottle of something for um, your brother. Your brother. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's really nice. What, you know. A weighted blanket you could get her. I don't know. Oh, if, that's a great they're idea. They're so cozy. They're so wonderful. And they oh, have some really the way, beautiful some, ones now. Somebody wrote in as a follow-up on the sexomnia thing. Okay. Uh, 
and said that they have that exact problem with their husband and that they got the husband a weighted blanket. And, and I don't know works. whether they, I don't know whether whether it's because it's soothing or because because it's like handcuffs, but whatever the right. reason is. <laughs> They're restrained, yeah. It has helped calm them in their sleep with their anxiety, et cetera. Yeah. But I think those are anything like that. But to me, the key when you're going through something like that is it can feel a little lonely and you can feel a little misunderstood. So instead of getting a crazy, gorgeous thing, uh, which of course is also very nice. I'm never going to dissuade anybody from sending somebody a gorgeous gift box, but to be remembered throughout the year. And I think honestly, getting a pair of socks, whenever occasionally someone will send me something, the single mother, Eliza. You know, the one. Oh, that one. Dr. Eliza yeah. from Right. She answered the, she knows Drew Bar- Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah. Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who we, no, Barrymore, who we still have not had on to do our, par- our, fr- our kids episode or our parenting episode, which we well, should Well, is, is she capable of that, Rana? Or? <laughs> well, she is stretched pretty thin, but I think That's she could I mean. probably She's make it all the work. time. <laughs> but she uh, sent me. She this brand S A I E, which is one of these new clean beauty brands, and you have to be okay. careful because the New York Times did a big piece how clean beauty isn't always everything it's cracked up to be because a lot of people don't know how to use essential oils, and if they're too high in concentration, uh, you can, can get a rash or a breakout, etc. They could be too if people don't know how to work with them and they're not really regulated that well. But excuse me, you are people drunk elephant. Uh, was cited as knowing what they're doing. And in fact, they use no essential oils. They use all natural ingredients, but no essential oils because they don't want people to have reactions, et cetera. But they were pulled out in this article as being terrific. But she sent me, she heard about this great uh, sort of cream that had um, sort of a, uh, a glimmer to it. Heard about it, loved it, sent it to me out of the blue. And I oh, said, nice. what's this? But it was just so thoughtful to get a pair of cashmere socks, to get a thing of cookies, to oh, get a, anything so nice. unexpected. So lovely. Oh, that all sounds so delicious and cozy and beautiful. But I think the focus is on coziness and staying warm and also feeling good about your body at a time when you might just feel like your body is, you know, she's going to feel like she's been put through the ringer. And she's already just been through the ringer, having been pregnant and having a small child, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, let but, her sort of just enjoy anything she can when she's feeling a little weaker and, you know, just something that makes her feel fabulous and and cozy and 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 for good. your brother, you might want to send him a Zingerman's. I mean, that's something that- send him a Zingerman's. Those for the whole family, great. but exactly. also fun. Mm-hmm. Especially if your father-in-law, uh, your your father or your sister is going to be over there helping, he can make turkey rubens for everybody, and that's a way of you being there without being there. You know that. Yeah, those ruben kits are delicious. Everything from yeah. there is delicious. And I hate to tell you, if he's a coffee guy, oh boy, I, I, I didn't even think of stuff. it. I didn't I know even just think of the it. stuff. Askronacoffee dot com. I'm not even kidding. He might yeah. love a luxurious coffee. You never know. It's true. It's true. I thought you were going to say, what happened between you and the cinnamon rolls that you were freezing? Oh, my God. Are they still in the what freezer? What happened is they lost big time. Yeah. Yeah. You've I had, won that how many, battle. How many did you eat in one sitting? Four. Really? Mm-hmm. How it was big over 1,000 calories. Um, oh, easily. Yeah. 
They're not that big, but they're just, oh, they were so good. They were so, and all you do is you can either freeze them or whatever, but when when they're thawed or as you get them, put them in the oven for 10 to 15 minutes. That's it. Nothing like a hot cinnamon roll. Can you imagine? Send Uh, them cinnamon rolls and then on a Sunday morning, they just sit around and think, this guy must be crazy about us. He must love us if he sent us these. They were that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you're making me want to do Zingamans for our giveaway today. We're going to send these cinnamon rolls to someone. And I'll tell you something else. Mm. Someone sent me, someone who, and it was, I actually had this exact experience because there was no note included in the package. And then I later figured out who sent it to me. But Mm. I received the most gorgeous box of baked goods from Goldbelly. You're kidding. From the Angelina Bakery in New York. They were croissants. And a few uh, croissants and cornettos and that sort of thing. Italian pastries, actually. And I thought to myself, who would send someone a box of croissants through the mail? How could they possibly, how could they possibly stay fresh and fabulous? It was a risk. And I'm I'm telling you something. On the back of the little package, they're each individually wrapped. It says, heat the oven to 375, put it in for five minutes or whatever it was. It was the most delicious. I had the almond croissant. That was the first one I had. And it was and I, it was totally sinful. I had it about 4.30 in the afternoon. Terrific. You deserved it. And it was it. so delicious. And do you know who sent it to me? Who? You. That's who. I did. And you want to know something, Rana? I was was a that to bit- make up for your missed appearance? Is that what that was? What did Jessica St. Clair send you? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I had to send her something. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But it all comes out but in the wash they were anyway. Don't we? Gorgeous. They were Good. gorgeous, and they were Angelina Bakery, and they came through Goldbelly, and they were so delicious, and it was so fun and indulgent to say, "I'm going to have a croissant in the middle of the afternoon" because somebody sent yeah. this to me. And you want to know, Rana? I'm so glad I got something right because I know you don't like marzipan, but something in my head said, "But I think she likes almond croissants." Uh- I love almond croissants. Yeah. I don't like my That's opinion, right. 100% I'm glad correct. I got it right. I thought that's You're how it was. They were gorgeous. I'm so happy and It was such it. a thoughtful and cozy and comforting and fun gift. I loved it. Yeah, Gold Belly's so always that, a great place. That would be my advice to you is just find ways to bring a little comfort and a little bit of luxury into their lives on a daily, on a sort of monthly basis mm-hmm. over the next yeah. And it doesn't have to be every month. It could be every two months. It could be, you could send her a book. You could send her a cookbook. You could send, you know, mm-hmm. anything that you're not expecting is gorgeous. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So there we are. Well, who's going to win the cinnamon rolls today? That's a great question. God, they, they are lucky ducks. I'll I hope I win them too. I might have to tell Tony to accidentally send one to the carriage. Well, why, Rana, don't we have to try what we recommend? I mean, I did. It's but so I think, true. But it's true. We're only going off your recommendation right now. Which so is a the, risk, yeah. I will say. Yeah, yeah. Because Rana knows, like it was a big risk to send her croissants because she, Rana appreciates I, a really good croissant. She, she knows the diff. Had you ever been to that bakery or you just took a chance? No, well, I, I looked at the bakeries that were on there specifically for croissants because I know um, when, they're, when it's a good I mean, one, I know how much you appreciate a really oh, good one. And that it. place had like a big recommendation from Jean-Georges, whatever his name is. Excuse like, me, Van Rickenstein, yeah. Yeah, he said it's my favorite place to get a pastry in the city. And so I was like, 
I bet I bet that'll be good enough for Rana. But my only concern was how did how does that ship and translate? But it sort of assured me that it did. So well, you have your answer. You have your answer. I'm thrilled Absolutely to hear it. Absolutely gorgeous. All so are right, we giving so, this to the brother-in-law yeah. who we just discussed? Are we yeah. giving it to um, our brother very the bro- yeah. Frost Nixon bisexual uh, roundtable oh, person? Yeah. Oh, oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> and I'm already forgetting who wrote in second. Who, who was the Old other Beth. One? Beth's much younger friend. Old Beth. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Um, this is sort of a tricky, a tricky one. It really is. Yeah. I'm going to say, see, this is the thing, because Rano, if we send you the gift, you have to use it. You can't give it to somebody. Well, the yes, of course, this is the trick, because the gift is non-transferable. Right. On the other hand, telling your husband that you've been having sex with your best friend is over definitely going to go down easier over a cinnamon roll. Yeah. And you know what? You're not wrong, Rana. That's a great time yeah. to have the discussion because it'll blow his mind. <laughs> and then you can sort of like have the conversation. Distract him with it. You'll know you're in real trouble if he pushes the cinnamon roll away in the middle yep. of the conversation. I wait, wait till he takes a few bites and then then get in there. But on the other hand, yeah, I know. Uh, our most recent letter writer is the yep. one who we're saying the proof is in the pudding. You have to try it before you send it to somebody. Mm. Great point. You know what I think? I think our first letter writer should make some cinnamon rolls or go out and get some or whatever as a little bit of penance for the husband. Okay. For the transgression, though, the, the, yes, the that infidelity is, that already happened. Yes, though that's a little bit transparent. Whenever you sort of make a gorgeous breakfast and then say, I have something to, to talk to you about, you, you already that's sort of admitting fault. But uh, I think we should probably send it to a luxury care package person so that they can. It's very sweet because I also think that they're feeling left out of these important moments and they're trying, they want to participate. So this would be. If you don't write back and tell us how those cinnamon rolls were. And by the way, you can, you can freeze them, do whatever you need to do, but do not let one go to waste. I'll be furious. Oh, yeah. No, you're out of the carriage house. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We could send them to Beth's much younger friend and have her shove them all down her face <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Just thinking about Beth furious. I do love that she said Beth's much younger friend. I will I also say in the luxury fun. department, Rana, you also turned me on to this, as with so many things. Whenever there's any kind of holiday-ish thing, the Toys or Chocolates really br- bring it all the way home for you in their decor- decorative, how they decorate that the packages so- to show. True. They yeah. do. And also, and sons. And sons but does you, it as well. But if you're looking to send like an Easter package or something, yeah. I mean, I suppose Easter, where are we now? So Easter is coming up next week. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, if you're Easter people or Passover I mean, people, but you don't keep Passover, which is fine, meaning you're not super strict about it. Toysha in particular in the springtime. Mm-hmm. My we mom still talking, talks about the ones I sent her last year for at this time of year from your recommendation. Has the most gorgeous flowered packaging. I mean, really, it's a gorgeous thing to get. It's beautiful, yeah. And it totally falls in that category of showstopper. Excuse me, I wasn't expecting this. How could someone have thought to send me some something so gorgeous? Mm-hmm. So there That's you a good have idea. It. 
So who's it getting it? Did we decide? Oh, the, we're giving it to him. Yeah, he's going to try the cinnamon rolls before he sends them to his to his family. Because if he also, thinks what a dis- sweet gesture, disgusting, he'll let us know. Yeah, and he's yeah. also the only one who really didn't present us with. I've lied to my or I'm lying to my partner. That's harsh, though. I don't want to. Whatever. I'm just saying he came in with a clean slate. He hasn't transgressed. He hasn't. Uh, he's not judging a woman named Beth. You know. Yeah, but he did demand attention. He did write and say, I look forward to hearing from you. Actually, that flaw was maybe worse than any of them. Which makes me want to take the whole gift back. I will say that. that, That's everyone knows that's how I operate. How do we fall into these traps, Rana? I don't like to be strong. It's outrageous that you've asked for this and then we give it to them. Yeah. I don't like to be strong on, but this is two in a row. And and by the way, we did get a letter back from... um, the sorority Dash. girl telling oh, us did? that, uh, yeah, well, oh, Dash has been following us on Twitter. They're very into everything that we're doing, but I don't know why they don't make us spokespeople. I don't know what they're waiting for. Mm. Uh, we got a letter from her saying she wasn't asking for the Dash egg cooker, to which mm-hmm. I again say, you put it in your letter. So, but you still got it. So there we are. Correct. Um. Well, this was an absolute Blast Gas. carriage house. No kidding. Kiki. And I have was. to say, if people enjoy this one-on-one business, they should really be joining us on Patreon. Patreon if this not, is it over there every week. This was like an extra long Patreon show. That's what this was like. Yes. Yeah. Rhonda, we have to this read the cliffhanger the though, don't we? Oh, my God. I, I know. About the cliffhanger. <laughs> well, I hope you have 30 more minutes because wait till you the, see this the cliffhanger. Is a, this is, oh yeah, this is uh this is fine print. I can't wait to read this cliffhanger because then uh, my voice is going to give out after this. This is an absolutely buckle. This is Mr. Toad's wild ride is what this cliffhanger is. It certainly is. is. Yeah. Okay. Dear Ronna and Brian. So they knew it was just for us. Join us on Patreon if you want to hear did, the answer they? to this. Yeah. Yeah. Patreon.com slash ask that's right. And we will say again, don't forget to get your tickets for the Oscars live show. Yep. We're going to be live with film critics, with games, with everything interactive, it's with songs. It's, you're not going to yeah. want to miss it. It's our favorite time I think it's my favorite of show of the year. I it's think it is. It's mine too. It's mine too. Because we get to real, because we love movies as people yes. know, which we do, do we do do a film festival Our on quiff. Patreon. Uh, we love movies, but we love talking about them with people that actually know what they're talking about. That's true. Yes, that's yeah. true. Because we it's love fun. to get the inside scoop also on award season, et cetera, et cetera. And Correct. it'll be interesting to see how how people are experiencing it uh, this year because it's sort of a different thing, a virtual thing. Yeah. Oh, another pickle. Oh, boy. I'm writing to you because I am truly in a pickle. I'll start from the beginning, and I won't pretend it will be short, but I will try not to bore you. We'll see. For perspective, I'm a 27-year-old teacher living in the Pacific Northwest, and my question is, unfortunately, about an ex-boyfriend who we will call Paul. Okay. Um, Okay. It's probably his name. It could be. Paul and I met in our first week of college when we moved on to the same floor in our dorm. He was the first guy I slept with at school, but things didn't really develop further that year. The typical not wanting to complicate a dorm dynamic slash wanting our freedom bullshit. 
Can we mm. say BS from now on, people, please? Yeah. Oh, fair enough, Rana. <sighs> Don't say bull crap, though. I hate when people say that. Yeah, stupid. This first, the first weekend of sophomore year, we reconnected and we dated boyfriend-girlfriend style for most of that year before he dumped me spectacularly on the street outside of a party, of course. Mm. I'd love to tell you it ended there with a tidy little breakup, but of course it didn't. We continued to sleep together until graduation. Sometimes it was every weekend. Other times we'd go a month without talking. We both saw other people during junior and senior year, but neither of us had another serious relationship during that time. And we would always somehow drunkenly end up together again. Obviously, our relationship was messy, dysfunctional even, but he was so special to me. I had boyfriends before who treated me better, but I had never had someone who I could be so real with. He saw me at my worst, my meanest, my sloppiest, my goofiest, my saddest, and still came back for more. Yes, we fought and we yelled and we did embarrassing things, but we were young and in love and we had really amazing sex. I felt I, I a lot of- part and parcel, yeah. Sure. You don't shock us by telling us the person that you, that you threw up on in the street. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the same person you had the best sex of your life with. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny. I mean, it is so funny it to think really about is, that. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Because then you get too old to scream at people anymore. If you yeah. you get to an age where if you scream at people, you're a screamer. Exactly. But when you're young and you're drunk and you're messy, you're allowed to blab whatever you want all over the place. Yeah. And it's attractive on some yeah, I mean, it gets people horny, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I felt a lot of different things about a relationship over that four-year period. But what I always came back to was the fact that we were important to each other. We had a friendship underneath everything else. And even though he had this strange, almost unbreakable hold over me, it was okay because I had the same power over him. It was a mutual destruction type of thing. Yes, I know this doesn't sound healthy, but what can I say? There's nothing quite like your first love. The last time we slept, to slept together was literally the morning we graduated. That was almost six years ago now. Sigh. I know this is getting desperate and sad. Is it? After we graduated, he moved internationally to teach English, and our communication became extremely limited. He came back to the States almost a year later with a girlfriend, a girlfriend who was from his hometown, who he went to high school with. This wasn't some random woman he met overseas. This was someone he had a history with, a history that predated me, and I was absolutely crushed. Not only had this man I loved basically disappeared from my life, now he was in love with someone else and proclaiming it on social media in a way he had never done for me. Don't worry, everybody, there's another page. Thank God. I tried to be an adult about it, to move on and be happy for him, to be his friend. Okay. Right. But every time I reached out, I was either ignored or given the bare minimum response. Fair enough. I mean, to say this made me crazy would be an understatement. It, I think, we're seeing the after effects I of think, that. Now. I think it's coming. <laughs> yeah. It killed me. 
Not only was I incredibly sad that he had moved on, I was completely in the dark about how or why it had happened. Well, okay. The way he had cut me off made me question not only our relationship, but my judgment and my perspective on my entire college experience. It was a total mind fuck. Wow. I don't think this person. Who are these people this, you're bringing into the show, Robin? We might have to throw this person out. You know, of the camera, I, we Chuss. get a guest host, and all this of a is an attitude. This is an attitude. No, we listener. get a guest host one or yeah. two weeks now, and all yeah. of a sudden the show goes to this level, Rana. <laughs> I am shocked that I left for one week, and all of a sudden everything's changed around here. We're like some it's gutter true. show. It is true. It has become a deplorable. I mean, I really, situation. I really hope yeah. I'm up to race. This is a Jessica Saint. This yeah. is a Jessica Saint Clair letter. We should have forwarded this to her account. I agree. <laughs> I could tell you has no time for this letter is Naomi. No, she Naomi, doesn't have a minute for this foolishness. No, Naomi no would question. truly be like, take your YA novel and scream. Yeah, get yeah. out of my face. Okay. Yeah. He was with this girlfriend for four years, as far as I know, and during that time. Communicating at all was like pulling teeth and only ever initiated by me. I have dated other people since him, but nothing lasted longer than a few months and Paul never truly left my mind. About a year ago, he reached out to me over Instagram DMs. Yeah. And we ended up, (laughs) I'm just reading what's written. I know. And we ended up having a long conversation, reminiscing about the past, talking about what we were currently up to, and of course, how he had ended things with his girlfriend. I knew that him talking to me so freely and openly was only happening because he was single again. But he said so many of the things I had needed to hear for so long, completely unprompted. How he loved me, how he still thought about me, and remembered things even I had forgotten about. You didn't remember everything when you were screaming in the street, drunk and throwing up and going to the bathroom and then having sex with him in an alley. (laughs) Yeah. Are you telling me you remember different things about the relationship? I'm sure. Right. Okay. How he was always here for me, no matter what. It felt absolutely amazing. Yes, it was several years too late. And yes, he was inebriated. Oh, okay. But his confessions told me I wasn't crazy. All of those feelings had been real and reciprocated and not a complete waste of time. To hear his feelings and thoughts about our relationship after so long was liberating. Since then, we've exchanged friendly, sometimes flirty messages, but nothing major. I felt like I finally had some closure, although I can't deny that some feelings still lingered. Cue, cue to this past week. Cut. Oh, sure, Hollywood. Yeah. Where again, he reached so all of these signs from the universe about how great our Oscar show is going to be. I oh mean, right God, in the letter, that's a Hollywood cue. Yeah, exactly. Cut Curtain. to this. Cut to trivia. Cut to cut yep. to the uh, nominations for best picture. Adam cut O'Byrne to, yeah. better be ready to call the shots backstage. That's all I'm saying. Uh, oh yeah, we can't trust this just to Tony. No, Tony's basically the on-air talent at this point. Anyway, he's the announcer. You know. Tony's the announcer. You're right. It's so really, it is. It has to go to Adam or Mimi or somebody, but they better have yeah. a clipboard. The the work tight, 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 tight. We're going to need a tight operation for this. Exactly. Askronalive.com. Askronalive.com. Go get those tickets. Also, there's you could $15 to get you into the Dolby Theater. 
Uh, $50 gets you a red carpet special, which is meeting either Ron or myself. carpet one-on-one, excuse me. Believe it. Start getting your couture ready now. Correct. Cut to this past week. Again, he reached out for an in-depth convo that may have ended up as an exchange of cough, risque text messages. During this exchange, he suggested we go on a date. I'm not embarrassed or regretful about sexting with him. I'm only human, and it's been a year of isolation. Plus, it's not like he hasn't seen it all before. Well, that sounds like more than a sext, doesn't it? It certainly does. That sounds like a- Sounds like some pics and possibly a FaceTime. Yeah. Oh, no FaceTime. No FaceTime, because I think we're going to- I think it was just pics, I suppose. Okay. But my problem arises when I start to actually imagine going on a date with him. I'm terrified, but also titillated by the idea. I'm dying to see him again, but I also don't trust myself around him either. Even just texting with him makes me feel, takes me back to the giddy feelings I I had for him so long ago. Seeing his name on my phone makes me feel 19 and out of control again. I can only imagine how I'll feel if I actually see his face in real life, but I'm so scared I'll end up getting hurt even worse this time around. He has been in a serious relationship for you for four years. Am I his rebound? Obviously. Do I care? IDK. Mm. That means I don't know. I don't know. Part of me feels like I deserve to take the chance to see if we still have that in-person spark. I've thought about this man for so long. Will I ever get over him to or have the closure I need if we never see each other again? If he just remains this fantasy of the man I once knew, And maybe you've gleaned this already, but I'm kind of a huge romantic. And there's this part of me that can't help fantasizing about reconnecting and having this epic love story. There's a chance we could see each other and it would be like no time had passed at all. There's a chance he really is the love of my life. I don't know if I can live with the regret of seeing, of not seeing what's there. But I'm also 85% sure. Oh my God, I thought you were going to say, but I'm also 85. And I was going to be like, wow. (laughs) Wow, what that's a, a turn. long wait. That's <laughs> a long wait. 85% sure I'd end up sleeping with him, even if my gut told me not to in the moment. I don't trust myself to think rationally around him. I try to buck myself up like, hey, you're older, wiser, you make decisions for yourself every day. But in my heart of hearts, I'm terrified of getting carried away and getting sucked back into a physical relationship with him that never goes anywhere serious. What do I do? I haven't seen this man in six years, but I've been in love with him in one way or another for nearly a decade. I feel like this might be an opportunity to face him in person and get over him for real, question mark? Like there's a chance he'll be balding and skinny and annoying? There's also a chance he he won't want anything to do with me after we meet again, which would be just as heartbreaking. Is it the worst idea ever to see him again in person? Am I just setting myself up for more heartbreak? Am I completely overthinking and over-anticipating everything? I really don't know what to do. I need to hear your wise perspectives and brutally honest opinions. You asked for it, dear. Read me for filth and please, please help me. I love you both. Thank you for everything you do. Olive. P.S. Brian. I knew this was a Brian fan. I found out we are birthday buddies many years ago listening to Attitudes, and I've felt connected to you ever since. Thank you for always making me laugh and laugh and laugh. 
You're my fave. Thank you. That's so well, kind. I, I'd love to tell you I'm not a clairvoyant, but that's that shtetl, <laughs> shtetl clairvoyance kicking in again. So there we are. That's so it's sweet. only been uh, four hours and 45 minutes since we started this show. So I'm it's delighted true. that we were able to spend a quarter of a day with everyone today. As am I, Rana. It's been so nice being back and to but this was my a fan, really, let, catch up on my yeah, fan mail. and yeah. Catch up on your fan mail, get fond over a little bit. Exactly. But I have to say this was a really fun carriage. Catch I loved it every second. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, join us on Patreon for the answer to that. I'm not sure we'll reread the question. It was very long. Right. <laughs> we'll have to say. We might just do a summary, which we don't know. We've never done before, but we might have to just summarize that question. That's right. This, uh, this, she was paid by the word to write this. To write no, this well, show. she already has half of a Judy Bloom Forever novel there. So I don't no know doubt why about she Honestly, you know the storyline it. it reminds me of? If the storyline of the American girl in the other side of midnight with the um army oh yeah with larry douglas yes it reminds me of that story noel and and larry not noel though the other one oh no catherine catherine it reminds me of catherine and oh um, oh so if you haven't read the other side of midnight you should do that before next week all right we will see everyone next week on the free feed get your tickets askronalive.com we can't wait we're very excited for our Oscar special and uh, Oscar preview party live from the carriage house pardon me Um, and this was an absolute blast I adore you dear I love you Rana kiss kiss Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.